What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans, where we get them gorditas in order. And you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, new, new, a.k.a. New, new Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy in CGA. See God Allah, and I be the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. I don't got money. I got money. And in today's days, man, these women be coming after your money out here. I got money. They want to get. Gotta get my bag and run. They want to get that bag and run out here. We got two cases of some women coming in to get their financial retribution. The latest case of lawsuits or the new divorce. Since ninjas ain't getting married, they'll just make accusations against ninjas. We got an interesting story about a CEO allegedly forced, forcing his his young secretary. This is like a movie out here. I feel like the weekend's gonna come out. <laughs> All right, the weekend's gonna come out. All right, talking about you deserve it. I know you're worth it. You don't deserve it. All right, I feel like this is a movie. CEO allegedly forces a woman to sign a 13-page sex slave contract. Mm. All right, this is man. We out here going over oh, humanity, and she's a victim. She was forced not only to sign it, she was forced to endure it. How does that work out? <laughs> All right, she was forced to sign it. And we have rapper Takeoff, Take, Take, Takeoff, allegedly here. He was already um, he was already named in a lawsuit um, prior to his death for a woman who claimed that he SA'd her, and we'll cover that. All right, sounds like he was just running game to me. He was just running game. And uh, apparently when he died, this lawsuit was still hanging in the air and she's willing to push further and make the lawsuit come to fruition. She's looking to get her bag and run too. I mean, listen, gotta get my bag if you were truly run. a victim, I guess you got to get your bag and run. This should be an interesting story. 50 Shades of Greg is going to be that segment uh, coming up, 50 Shades of Greg. And one of the things that we talk about is NDAs and prenups. This, is, this story is going to be exactly why. You don't negotiate with women in contractual situations, especially related to sex, right? Um, or marriage. When when this when this comes up, man, that can always play the victim. So people always ask me, do you use NDAs? Do you use any of these things? Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Because there's no point in it, man. When the woman wants to turn on you, she'll turn on you. You can never let a woman sign away their sexual consent. Uh, consent. All right, although they want to give you consent, they can always say, well, I remove consent, All right? This is crazy. We got that. We got Straggle Sniggle Theater. We also have prom date nightmare story here. A guy proposes to his girl for prom, and it backfires. Oh, man. And all of that in the bag of chips ahoy. But do me a favor. Hit the like button on today's stream. We going to get into it. We had a marathon stream this morning. Wipe me out. But we going to get into it today. Ain't going to be no thing but a chicken wing on a string. Shout out to Easy E. Is in the building. Shout out to Easy. And he hits me with the 333. All right, Club 333. Shout out to Corey. He says, This is what he says. New, 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 new world order. That's what he says right there. Appreciate y'all. And uh, yes, yes, y'all. You don't stop. Keep on to the break of dawn. I might pull out some rap lyrics for this takeout story. Takeout. 
It's takeout. I thought it was takeout back in the day, but it's not. It's takeoff. All right, but I know. <laughs> you guys don't be mad at me. Uh, don't be mad at me, guys. All the people in Houston are going to be upset with me. Uh, what do we got here? And we got our brother MC Hamster says, uh, Trey Songs forced me to drink that drink. Yep. He did. <laughs> he did. You got to blame it on the alcohol. Somebody said NDAs are just something else that can be challenged. You know good and damn well. If a woman's just going to say, you know what? I don't consent anymore. And you're like, you have this NDA. She'll like, I'll fight it. She don't give a damn. All she got to do is find the right lawyer. All right. Work on contingency. <laughs> this is like a disgrace. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, by the way, it's, it is Tuesday. By the way, it is Tuesday. Oh, man, I got some gorditas for you. I got some gorditas. Let's start with uh, which gordita? Oh, how about skateboard gordita? How about that? Let's pop this up on the screen for you right there. Take a look at this. Mm, oh, my goodness. Mm. Oh, the humanity. Look at that. Chimichanga torta. Oh, my. Oh, look at the. Oh, not the dark meat in between the thighs. Check her out. Yes, man. That's my kind of girl. At least she's active. All right, she got the buns hanging out the back. Look at all that thigh meat in between. You know the nasty boys going oh, crazy. That's nasty. nasty boys are in love. Let me at her. Oh, Look at that. Mmm, Fupa print in there. And why the leotard? I have no idea. But oh, look at the dark. You see the dark meat in between? Oh man, that's certainly a fetish right there. This is a real authentic gordita. This is what Tuesdays are made for. And she an active gordita, too. Look at all that thigh meat in between there. Right? Boy, that's that juicy stuff right there. Watch this all in here. Oh, she got tricks, too. All right, show me a Ollie. Show me a... Oh, look at all that right in there. Look at all that right in there. Ooh-wee, boy, that is deeper. Deeper than Atlantis. Deeper than the seafloor. Travel by the mantis. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of mantis... Woo! I'm loving it. <laughs> All right, that's a good gordita. All right, but that doesn't beat this one right here. This is my favorite. This is one of my favorites of all time. My nasty girl, my drunk girl right here. This looked like a girl gordita from Honduras. All right, this is a Honduran gordita. All right, look at this right here. Oh, my goodness. This girl is gone. She gone off the four locals. This woman going to be throwing up on you nasty. This is going to be a nasty time. Look at that food pot. She got that belly tucked all the way in her. Uh-oh. Ooh. Oh, no. Uh, girl, girl. Oh, the humanity. They running from her soon as she coming. Oh, look at that. Girl, calm down with that little old body. Four foot ten. As wide as she is tall. It's some. She gone, man. <laughs> right. That's going to be a story for you, ninjas. You're going to be happy. Yeah, that's a hot-ass mess. <laughs> Yo, she gone with it, man, boy. She out there. Ooh, with the... Oh, you should see that one part right there. I could see the fupa. I could see the fupa print. That's going to be a nasty time. And the nasty ninja going... He going to roar like a... Roar! You're going to you gonna realize you didn't roar so hard until you roared in a drunk gordita like that. You're going to be... Yeah, she going to come out uh, definitely getting pregnant, man. All right, wait a minute. Oh, wait, I still got it up right here. She definitely getting pregnant by one of you nasty ninjas because you know you're going to roar all up in the walls. Look at her, and you're going to leave her just like that. 
All right, you're going to leave her like that, and you're going to go home, and she going to be like, uh-uh, I'm having your baby, Poppy. Get him, Daddy. <laughs> she going to be like, I'm pregnant. This is what she going to look like when she take you to child support court right here. Mm. All right, you're going to be, like, looking at yourself, kicking yourself for 18 years of child support and a green card and a green card. Look at them arms. Look at them arms. That baby, that's a mm-mm. Mm, that is definitely to wrap you in indeed my warm embrace mm, mm. and I make it last forever yes, baby I catch a glimpse yeah. of heaven <laughs> when you let me wrap you in yeah she wrapped you in that warm embracita yeah, somebody said she's probably pregnant right now. She didn't have a litter already. She definitely didn't have a litter of kids. All right, but I'm putting it in there. I'm putting some in there. All right, anyway. Shout out to Mr. Albert says Charles Barkley and Gail King has a new show coming on CNN. Hashtag election, election time. Hashtag send it. Yeah, they getting ready, man. Uh, man. Enjoy your 2023. Because 2024 is about to be off the chain. 2024 is about to be a damn hot mess. It's going to be a hot-ass mess. You think 2020 was crazy? Because y'all have a short memory. 2020 was nuts. Remember all of the uh, Summer of Love? Remember all the Wendy's that were burning up? Remember there was videos of ninjas getting shot and stabbed by the police? And they was all victims. Say their names. They put their names all on football helmets for no damn reason. Like, they was all criminals and had warrants for their arrest and domestic violence charges. Ninjas was getting skitty popped, pop, pop, popped, and choked out. All right, say his name. Oh, he has a history of criminal behavior. Oh, okay, okay. COVID-19, lockdown, quarantine. All right, uh, marches, people looting, shooting, burning down cities, burn, loot, and murder. <laughs> all right. They had y'all ninjas finesse by large mansions. It was a nuts, man. That was a big old psyops. I'd never seen a psyops that big. That was crazy. Then they had Chaz. Remember that? Then they had George Floyd, six foot eight, 320, getting choked out by a little white cop and an Asian cop. I mean, fitting off Floyd. It was a mess. This is the, the disaster. I'm surprised we survived. I'm surprised we survived it. Oh, but they got something for you, man. 2024 going to be worse. <laughs> 2024 going to be worse. All right. I'm trying to figure out. They, then they had that white cow, cow Rittenhauer, whatever his name was, shooting up ninjas in Racine, Wisconsin. <laughs> like <laughs> He was shooting. He didn't shoot up ninjas. He shot up two white dudes. And they was running and skedaddling. They got the run and he's skinny pop, pop, pop. And a boom, boom, brr, boom. Riots. All of that to let massive amount of immigrants come across the border. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And ninjas, you didn't get nothing for it. I remember there was a guy, a content creator, who shall remain, remain nameless. Oh, he was an emotional black male. You know, black men be emotional. This ninja was, you know. He turned a full lip tart in 2020. You know, I think he, I thought he was somewhat common sense oriented, but he turned a full lip tart. And he was like, what are you talking about? Black people got so many things. Cause I, you know, there were some people like, what are you guys getting out of this? We got so much. 
Now they will no longer use the chokehold in the knee and the neck maneuver. I was like, okay, I really wasn't worried about that on a regular basis, but I guess th- that's change. Um, they will no longer uh, prosecute men with two ounces of crack cocaine. I suppose. Suppose that's a win. All right. What else did we get? They named like three minor things. And I was like, yeah, none of them things I was going to be subjected to anyway. You know what I mean? Like the lowest common denominator was probably going to be none of them things was going to matter to me anyway. I got nothing out of this. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. And then they were sitting up there. And then remember when BLM tried to ask Joe Biden after he got into the office, they was like, yeah, you know. Now, now that we got you elected, we can perhaps put in the word for ourselves. He was like, shut your black ass up. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) All right. Remember? Remember the black folks? All right. They got in. Soon as black folks got in and shoving all these documents into the voting machine, allegedly. Ninjas was like, yeah, Joe Biden, all right? You know what I mean? We got the Rainbow Coalition. We got the trans orientation people. We got the women, the handicaps, Asian hate, all right? (laughs) Everybody's now in the office here after Ninjas voted you in. Perhaps, Joe Biden, what are you going to give to us? And Joe Biden said, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next call. Joe Biden said, I ain't giving you shit. Who remembers that? Who remembers that? That was in 2020. Joe Biden was like, oh, you thought you was getting some, you bitch ninjas? Let me see here. (laughs) I'm going to see if y'all can remember, because y'all got some short-ass memories. Because I got to remind y'all, that's why they, you know what I mean? They going to be cracking down. It was like a private meeting. They had it recorded on Zoom and shit. And it was like, yeah, perhaps now we can get, you know, we can get our comeuppance. Joe Biden said, man, if you don't shut your ass up, I ain't giving you shit. Remember that? I can't even find it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> All right. That was, uh, man, bro, that was crazy. That was like first week in the office. Black folks thought they was going to get some. He slapped all that shit back right to the back of their throat. I ain't going to give you a damn thing. All right, well, I was crazy, man. I, I wonder if you can't find that video. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the video. That was wild as hell. I was like, y'all ninjas, man. And then how was how has it been since 2020? How's your 2020 been? How's your 2021 been? How's your 2022 been? You been good? You're like, it was worth it, coach. It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. How's your 2023 been? How's your inflation, your gas prices? Uh, That had nothing to do with him. I know you're going to say that. You're going to say that. Listen, we're not going to get political. Stop bringing political. Oh, here it is right here. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. Is this the one? Oh, man, I don't they don't have it clipped. They just have the um, they have the whole meeting. I wish I could find the clip. That clip is hilarious. He yelled at they ass. All right. Anyway. Oh, man, they don't have the clip of all of a sudden they they can't find the clip. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ukraine's been doing good. Israel's been doing good. How's y'all ninjas here been? Black folks. How black li- what did Black Lives Matter do in that time? It's going to be a mess. 2024 is going to be a mess. Y'all got some short-ass memories. Do me a favor. Hit the like button to contribute to the day show. Dollar signs on the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo Coach Greg Adam CV. 
PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and I'll be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right, all right. We're almost ready to go here. I got one more. Shout out to Monte. He says, showing my support last show was fire. All right, yeah, I dug deep emotionally. All right, even the women was coming to the altar. CGA, we love you. All right, 52-point inspection program. You can kick my tires and change my oil anytime the women was coming to the front. All right, they was like, wash away my sins, CGA. Wash away, CGA serum. All right, women was coming to the front altar call. Come on up, ladies. My church is definitely open to um, sexual healing. All right. Listen, I'm not a moral guy. I'm not a moral guy. It is what it is. You know what I mean? I got a weak spot. All right, anyway, listen. It's not a weak spot. It's a blind spot. All right, let's get into uh, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. How about that? Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right, what do we got here lined up? What do we got? Oh, shoot. We got a woman in court. All right, is this your ex? Is this your ex in court? This is here, a judge here, a blonde judge. Shout out to the blonde female judge here. It says, uh, at courtroom battles. Let's see what's going on here. You're asking the court to enter an order restraining the respondent from any contact with you. Yes, sir. And you to tell me briefly, in your own words, what happened to cause you to ask for a domestic violence order? Yes, Your Honor. Um, <clears throat> things have been escalating, I guess, since the first of the year. And uh, she got out of jail in April. And she started... Our personal life. It's no, no. Your business, it has nothing to do with Miss Hardwick. No. You will be held in contempt of this court if you I become don't, disruptive. I don't care. I haven't done anything to this court. I haven't done anything to okay. him. She will be arrested for contempt any, of the court. Make any difference. You will serve uh, 10 days for contempt of court. Go now. Oh, oh no. Jesus. Oh, my. Wow. Man. Look at the judge sitting there. Get my bracelet. Look at it. Oh, my goodness, man. This is just. Oh, man. I tell you, man. Uh, that's definitely going to be some ankle bracelet time coming up, too. Uh, that's going to be more than 10 days, judge. You might want to tack on a couple of extra 10 days. Uh, this definitely looks like something that would happen. Oh, by the way, I did a stream on this one where I broke the code, Chris Jericho style. style and I said. This is probably why a lot of court cases in family court do not go the way of the father. Because they know good and damn well these women will start deleting everybody. They'll start deleting kids. They'll take everybody else out. Jim Jones style. They'll come after judges. All right. <laughs> They'll come after judges. All right. She went ape shit. Berserkly. Berserkly. All right. And the funny thing about it was the judge did try to play it cool, but she played it a little nasty with the with the facial expressions here. All right, and the funny thing is, uh, I'm hoping this this was not the start of the hearing because this woman went berserk right away and uh, gave the man time. He didn't even get a whole sentence out before she was already objection. Contact with you. Yes, Sean. And you tell me briefly, in your own words, what happened to cause you to ask for a domestic violence order? Yes, Sean. Um, <clears throat> things have been escalating, I guess, since the first of the year. And uh, she got out of jail in April. She's personal life. Oh, man. So that's what happened. He was in there for a domestic violence temporary restraining order or a restraining order. He was like, hey, she got out of jail beginning of the year, April. She went ape shit on somebody. She went, 
she hit me and she was like i don't think so i'm not a violent person at all mm. right <laughs> business joint has nothing to do with miss hardwick no. you will be held in contempt of this court if you I become disruptive I, I haven't done anything to this court haven't done anything to okay. him. Oh. She'll be arrested for contempt of court. Boy, that was fast. She pulled that trigger fast. She was like, she'll be arrested for contempt of court. Take her monkey ass to jail. All right, that went pretty quickly here. You will serve uh, 10 days for contempt of court. Oh. Go now. Oh, Jesus. Look at this. Oh, my goodness, man. I'm going to turn it down. Boy, look at she came after her, man. And look at the judge's hair disheveled already. Mm. All right, she looked pretty calm and collected now. Them bailiffs was lacking. All right. Hey, man, put the put the knee in her neck, please. Put the knee in her neck. All right. Oh, okay. Black Lives Matter got rid of that. All right. Never mind. Mm. Never mind. All right. I wonder how many. I wonder if uh, the judge can file a TRO on this woman. Disgraceful. The judge definitely looking at her. Look at that hate, boy. The judge was out. Gave her the, the look of death. <laughs> the judge's all mealy mouth. All right, uh, BBLs. Any fans of BBLs in here? I know. I think BBLs is a disgrace. All right, it's, it's definitely looking to attract either ballers, rappers. You know, it's a child support move. Women say, I'm going to inject my booty and get pregnant by a rapper. Like, they don't have any other out. They can't go get a white man. They can't go to the upper crust of society. Right, they can't mix in. Nobody wants that. Right, so ninjas, women be out here with BBLs. You also see them in popular in Brazil and whatnot. This is definitely some interesting things here. Uh, we do have a young lady here, a Latina, and uh, this Latina is singing her heart out. Oh, yeah. Ooh, what the? Wow. Look at that thing. Look at all that wagon she dragging. Look at this here. Look at all that wagon she dragging. All right, that's some horsey booty right there. What in the hell? Yeah, that don't look real. That don't look real at all. Not that old 45-year-old woman. All right, that. Yeah, loco in the cabeza. All right, <laughs> Yeah, that ain't real at all, Ninja. If you think that's real, that's crazy. Let them know. Let them know. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right, let me see, man. There's some cottage cheese back there. Boy, she's stacked. I just That just doesn't look real. All right, anyway, that don't look real to me. I'm not into the fakeness, but some ninjas are, you know. Look at that thing. She got some nice skin. She got her her waist is snatched too. And look at everybody else bored to death. All right, boy, I tell you what, right there, man. I'm gonna tell you what. All right, that little woman looks good. I, I actually like I like her skin. I'm gonna tell you, man. That's definitely one of those things. And uh, I'm gonna tell you. I've decided this is my final judgment right here. This is my final judgment. Although I think it's some low grade shit. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> All right. Listen, that's what we going to do out here. And that's my final judgment. Indeed. All right. Uh, let me take that down. Let's get back. Refocus here.
All right, BBLs. This is how men view BBLs. According to some brothers here, they're going to talk about BBLs trending. This is how men view. Wait a minute. Can you see it? This is how men view BBLs. And uh, we'll let them. We'll let them uh, continue here. Let me see what they got here. Here we go. Y'all yeah, yeah. want the women with the BBLs, yeah, yeah. like the women that's not even in y'all league. We league-y. don't want BBLs. I no, think hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. She's she she telling telling us what men want. Hold on, no, no. She yeah. say that. Yeah. Understand a BBL does not make you in another league. It actually brings you down now. Some men love it though. No, we love to play with it. I call them rentals. You're like a <laughs> rental car. You go out to Miami, you rent that Lamb, you 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 rent that Ferrari. The shit you can't drive at home. Mm. It's fun to drive out there, but now I'm not paying for this. <laughs> this shit going back to the rental office when I'm done with it. That's what we do with BBLs. But we're not taking that to the parent teacher conference. <laughs> Bitch walking in as big I as this table. Not, yeah. Like, come on, like let's stop playing for real. Y'all yeah. gotta y'all confuse a man's sexual attention with what he wants. As a wife and and as an example for his his kids, mm. as a mother, we don't want the BBL because automatically we know your mind is fucked to the point where you risked your life for a bigger ass for attention. Yeah. It did not it did not further you in life no type of way other than more likes on Instagram and more niggas want to fuck you. Female version. That, I, I and uh, the woman here and the gentleman next to her uh, are stunned. All right, she seems like this is the first time she hears of such hogwash. She's like, this is terrible. This is not true. She's like, what are you talking about? All the ballers, the scammers, and the drug dealers love my BBL. <laughs> and so there are some women who believe that if they get a BBL, they'll get more male sexual attention. And um, these guys said, hey, you're confusing that from, that's you're not wife material. You're not girlfriend material. You're rental car material. And I approve of the rentals. You know what I mean? I don't mind rentals at all. Ninja, you can do it. You can, you can get rental guys right now. And um, so the funny thing about it is, I'm going to tell you something. There are some women who won't buy that. They don't understand it. I mean, I was, listen, I I, I talked to this one woman, and she she got a nice ass, right? It's nice and firm. like she, But she thinks that to get niggas, niggas, niggas' attention, she needs to be thick, thicker. And I'm looking at her like, like you, you got a nice shape. But she's insecure. She wants to go double the size of what she got right now. But the thing is, these are cartoon women. These are cartoon women. Now, the guys are going to hit it. They're going to have fun. They probably aren't going to wife them up, but they do see men wife up girls like this, right? Ice-T has a girl like this. Uh, Paul George, I always think of Paul George. I don't mean to down him. He has a girl like this. Um, Kawhi Leonard does not. He got him a full authentic Gordita. All right, he got a real gordita, no BBL, no surgery. He got a at-home, stay-at-home tortilla, tapatio gordita. All right, but ninjas, really, it's it's ninjas that like these things here, these these um BBLs. And if you go down to the Dominican Dominican Republic, um, a lot of these Spanish stragnitias be having BBLs. Like a Dominican woman will spend whatever money she has. To get a BBL. I'm like, you're not going to get a boat, mother sucker? You're not going to get a raft to float over to Miami during hurricane season? I mean, of all the things you could get with money, with the little bit of money you got, all right, a raft to freedom? <laughs> all right, nope. They're going to get a BBL to stay down there and uh, walk around so ninjas can rent them around. It's a crazy shit. You know what I mean? Priorities, priorities. 
But yeah, I think this BBL thing is definitely, uh, I think it's a bad trend. I think it's a bad trend, but uh, yeah, you can't stop them. You can't stop them. Women are inherently obsessed with their appearance. And normally their appearance is what gets them value and attention, right? It gets them currency. It gets them the far out chance of them meeting the baller that can change their life. All right, it is what it is. He says Latin men like BBLs more. He says it's not just black men. Latin men like BBLs more. Uh, you know, certainly um, you could say that definitely in the South Florida region. And, of course, Brazil, that's where it comes from, Brazilian butt lift. Um, and there is a sense of people in Brazil, some Latino men, Latino men definitely like that. Um, I never see them walking around showcasing these broads unless you were somewhere in Venezuela or something like that. Niggas love it. Ninjas be showing all teeth. Like ninjas be like, this my trophy wife. What's going on on my computer screen? I lost my, okay, there it is. Like I don't see, maybe I'm, maybe I'm blind. But I see ninjas out here walking around with BBL queens like trophy wives. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'd be like, <laughs> it's crazy. All right, anyway. Anyway. Uh, press up one in the chat if you like BBLs. Like, I don't like anything like that. Like, even titty implants, I don't like. But brothers, I'll be, yeah, they be, he says, showcasing. All right, anyway, I'm not a BBL guy. Like, that's an automatic, like, no, thank you. I wouldn't even rent one out. But, you know, there's some men will. will. I think it attracts low-class men, but I'm not calling y'all low-class if you like it, but I'm saying the target, it's kind of way off. It's kind of way off. Like, what, what are you trying to grab? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, who are you targeting with, with the BBL? Like, you're targeting, like, ninjas with gold teeth that's going to jail. They're not targeting, like, you're, you're going. Like, I would figure you would do something that would target somebody, but they're targeting guys that's probably going to go to jail. Like, more than likely. So... I don't know. I might be off here. People are saying Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Um, yeah, Kim Kardashian. She's a prime example as well. Look at her life. Kodak Black Ninjas. Yeah, like Kodak Black type ninjas. Like DJ Academic type. Oh, I know. Sorry, man. You watched the show. I already know. Hey, I didn't mean to mention your name like that. He watches the show. Shout out to DJ Academics. But like ninjas down in Miami type thing, man. I see it. Like if you, have you been to Miami? I've been to Miami several times. And um, you see BBLs like crazy. You, and it's be Latina chicks. It be Latina chicks. You don't see a lot of strags. Well, I typically don't go to where straggles go. But um. You see them Latina chicks, they be like 5'2", five, 5'3", five, stacked in the titties, stacked in the back, smooth-ass skin, nice earrings. You be like, damn, like, it don't be looking bad. Like, they look good. Them girls be looking good. But um, I be like, nah. It's been a while since I've been to Atlanta like that, so I wouldn't know. I can't stand an old woman with a... <laughs> BBL. It's a wild thing. But it's they get out of time. They got out. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to get little Uzi Vert type ninjas. Yeah, they're not. 
that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, why would you, why would you anyway? <laughs> no, man, Miami's cool. But yeah, if you go over there by Brickle, downtown Brickle area on a weekend, you're going to see a lot of BBLs. You're going to see a lot of them. All right, let's get to the next one. Straggle and Sniggle Theater presses on here. All right, speaking of, we're going to go to the opposite extreme. Uh, instead of BBLs, we're going to go with BBW. And we're going to start with these two guys, if you will, uh, Chad Ochocinco and Shannon Sharp. They say they like their girls BBW. All right. It's taking a page from Drake. All right. The time that that, that a chill to eat some lunch with you. All right. Okay. Listen. Oh, they paid to see you um, put your clothes no, on. Um, I wrote that the right track on Florence. This way back in 1998. They That's used to the call me Twix. Because, you know, I was tall now. I had a lot of veins. Skinny. I thought they called you Twix for another reason. And as a dancer, you always dancer for the BBWs, the big women, because they tip well. Yeah. Tip real good. So I would make it $2,500 a night. You ain't a lady if you ain't 180. Yeah. 210, count your boy yeah. in. Ooh, we. I like that one. Oh, yeah, man. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, $2,500 a night. Going to school Monday morning, trying to get my grades together. Living life, then boom. Boom. That's when I got yeah. my grades together, played in 1999, one shot at Oregon State. I ain't looked back since. You had a couple of more, the plus side. Oh, huh? yeah. My grandma yeah. used to say, boy, sometimes you got to slay a lot of dragons to get yeah. a queen. Their appreciation for me during that time, I had always chose to date and talk to those that were what we call BBWs. I love them to death because they cut my head above water during rough times. Plus size women, they like they them like, skinny They dudes. love us. All right, all right. These ninjas, man. You know, leave it up to these guys right there. You know, they like them some fat women. And, of course, we actually had several clips. We had Ocho Cinco and uh, the receiver. Uh, damn, why did I forget his name? He played for the 49ers. He looked like Tom and Jerry looking head-ass ninja. All right, whatever his name is. They was talking about him clapping cheeks down in the Dominican of a BBW. All right, and Shannon Sharp, we know you like them thick. I got a picture of you with a thick old, it's not even a snicker, a thick old snow cow. I mean, she was plump. She was plump in the face and every damn thing. Them ninjas like, you know, them ninjas, southern ninjas, them southern ninjas love BBWs. Y'all can't handle it, and some of y'all don't even know. Like, some of you didn't even know, man. You never really been out of the south like that. I went down to Dallas, Texas. And I stayed in a resort that had a lot of people coming in from Louisiana and Texas area. These were the largest human beings I've seen. Like, they feet, ankles, cankles, calves, toes, every damn thing, thighs. I was like, y'all some thick-ass people, bruh. Thick. Thick, thick, thick. Show us what? What you want me to show you? <laughs> what, what, what am I showing you? Y'all say show receipts. What receipts? Oh, 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 um, what you talking about? You talking about uh, Shannon Sharp? All right, you talking about Shannon Sharp? All right, I'll, I'll see if I can pull him up. <laughs> Where are we at right here? Uh, No, it wasn't Highland Park. It was like outside. It was outside of the territory of Highland Park. All right, it was at the resort. It was at the, what they call it? It was at the place where they have a swimming pool inside of it. Great Wolf Lodge. All right, boy, them people was big. I was like, God damn. All right, now this is what you would think, ninjas, with some, you know, some, some, here we go. This is a Slimmy. This woman looks funny. Look at, uh, familiar. Look at her. She's an old woman. She got her knees wrinkled and all that. Look at them gremlin. Okay, look at the gremlin shit right there. All right, but Shannon Sharp 
Love him some biggins. Where where that big old thick, thick lip, hip tits, ass like a motherfucker. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Jewel Santana. I'm gonna find that woman. I always try. Oh, here it is. Damn, I was about to. I was about to quit. All right, look at your boy right here. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right. I like my chick on smash like a motherfucker. Thick lick, hit tits, ass like a motherfucker. <laughs> I be spending big cash like. All right, you know your boy. Look at that big old white. Oh, wait, boy. Park City. Terrell Owens. Thank you, brother. I couldn't think of his name. Terrell Owens. Look at that girl right there. Look at. Oh, wait a minute. I done lost it. Yeah, brother, he at home. Look at this ninja right here. He like a big old slave. Yeah, that brother's He like the Mandingo slave invited up with the plantation sister, the plantation white lady. Yep, look at him. Just happy. Look at this one. Look at them. Look at them calves. Look at them cankles. Boy, right south of Southern chick. Southern chicks. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, his daughter stacked too. She don't smash like a mother sucker. Thick lip, hit tits, ass like a mother. <laughs> All, right. Mm. All right, look at them girls, boy. That was some women right there. Them some women. Yeah, that brother's starving. Them some women. And look at him. He happy as hell, too. Look at him. Oh, he's just. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, looking like Stifler mom ass. She was like, give me the Stifler mom haircut and lips. Yep. Stifler bomb. <laughs> all right, them pogs, man. It's going to be all good till you unwrap it. All right, you're going to see that. You're going to see that. <laughs> you're going to see her belly over her panty line. You're going to be like, all right, I'm going in. Then you're going to bust. You're going to bust, and you're going to look at her over there. You're going to be like, well, that's a big woman right there. Mm. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's get back to your boy over here. These guys right here, Shannon Sharp and uh, Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco. They love the BBW right here. They love them. They love them. See you Man, listen. Oh, they paid to see you um, put your clothes no, on. Um, I wrote that the right track on Florence. This way back in 1998. They That's used to call me Twix. Because, you know, I was tall and I, I had a lot of veins. Skinny. I thought they called you Twix for another reason. And as a dancer, you always dance for the BBWs, the big women, because they tip well. Yeah. Tip real good. So I would make it $2,500 a night. You ain't a lady if you ain't 180. Yeah. 210, oh. count your boy yeah. in. Oh, man. Look at these ninjas, man. You can't get it out your system. Ninjas love them some biggins. All right. Ninjas love them some biggins. Everybody know. I know that's the daughter on the right. All right. The bigger she is, cute in the face, thick in the waist. That's how we love them right here. That's how the ninjas love them. That's the ninja menu. This is the black man's dream right here. Look at that. Grabbing all on the arm fat. I can tell you right now. He grabbing that arm fit, and he's starving right now. He like, oh, hell. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right. Look at him. He grabbing that arm fat. He like, I love it right here. Let me grab it. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. Shannon, Shannon Sharp would have been a good old slave on the plantation. He would have been a good old slave. All you got to do is here. Come on. You want some right here? Go on and get the plantation lady right there. Oh, he would have been the man. Hold on for a second. Let me pull up the. All right. Let me see here. <laughs> let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, let's see here. See if I can pull up the image. 
Yeah, we're, we're, this will be Shannon Sharp right. Let me see if I can pull it up. Right here. Okay, here we go right here. This would have been Shannon Sharp during slavery. Right here. This is him during slavery at the slave auction. This is Shannon Sharp right here. He'd be like, give me show. Yeah. All right. She down there reaching in his pants. Shannon Sharp like, yes. This is where, this is the start. This is the start of where black men started liking fat white women and fat women in general. It started there on the plantation. All right. Shannon Sharp is like, I'm right at home. I'm right at home. All right. Look, hold on for a second. Let me show you real quick. Let me show you. Look, is there any difference? There ain't much difference right here. Look, look at back and forth. <laughs> oh, look, Shannon Sharp go coming back. All right. He like, yes, indeedy. I wrote her for you. Come on. Come on. Shannon Sharp is like, hey, uh, the master be like, you want to come and get you some today? Shannon, we got you a little something. Why don't you take care of something? My fat sister-in-law coming. coming. Shannon Sharp like. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Shannon Sharp will be over there. Right, he's right in the jiffy. Come on. All right, anyway. All right, let me stop, man. <laughs> All right, oh, uh, man. Let me leave Shannon Sharp alone and Ocho. Uh, the BBW thing, though. The BBW. Man, that's the thing. Is, that, is it that we like them or is it that... <laughs> is it that we like them or is it that we are fetishizing them? I think it's a fetish. It's more of a fetish. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. There's only one group of men that marry big women. Because men will tell me, oh, coach, I love me a BBW. I love them. But it's really that you don't love them. I think you fetishize them. Because I'm going to prove it. There's only one group of men that marry big women. And that's Mexican men. Ninjas don't marry them. You don't marry them. Like, are you marrying them? Not as a, not overwhelmingly. Like, y'all niggas don't get married. You just want to ski in them. You just want to, you know, feel that feminine fat. You just want to feel that warm embrace. You just want to rub, oh, you know, on all that thickness. That's what it is. You want to get all on that thickness. I don't think you really like them. I think, I think, <laughs> he said, K coach. All right, ninjas don't be marrying them. I don't think you like them. I just think you fetishizing them. You like them for sexual pleasures, like bed winches and shit like this. No? False? Mexican ninjas like, not me. <laughs> Mexican, Mexican brother, my brother. All right, Odele Vato. Uh, Mexican guys like, not me. I like skinny Mexicans. You like skinny Mexican chicks? <laughs> All right. He said, black men like them. It's too much evidence. But do you, do you like them to marry them, though? Do you marry them? Like, that's liking them. Like, do you be walking down the street with them? You do. But y'all don't marry them. You don't be with them. You don't be out in public parading them around. I think you're fetishizing them. You're fetishizing them. More cushion for the pushing like you Samoans too. Now they, oh boy, anyway, that'd be a whole nother story. 
too many of those Hawaiian uh, plates with the macaroni with the macaroni salad and the ham and the spam. But that's a whole nother story. He says, he says right here. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's a fetish. I think it's sexual. I think it's sexual. I, I mean, you really don't like them, and I don't think you like them like that. Uh, prove me wrong. Start marrying them up. Marry them up right now. Marry them up right now. Let's go start marrying them. He says, I'm not broke no more. Flatbacks or nothing. If, 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 if brothers like big women, you would see a culture of elite men Black men with fat women in the suburbs. You don't see them. You see a lot of baby mamas. That's <laughs> you see a lot of fat baby mamas. You don't see a lot of wife overweight women. Why is that? Why is that? Why? You have to explain that. Show me a neighborhood, not Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, that mixed plate down in Hawaii. Uh, show me. <laughs> <laughs> show me, show me a elite group of black men that have married big women, big fat black women. Show me an elite group of men, right? They came out SEAL Team Six ninjas, Navy SEALs, um, ninja CEOs. Show me, I'm talking about rich black men. Hold on for a second. <laughs> he said, Google it. Google what? What am I Googling? I can't Google rich black men with fat women. All right, let me see something. Here, I'll look it up. <laughs> I got time to waste. I'm freestyling today. Rich black men with overweight women. Let me see here. It's going to pull up too many pornography movies. All right, I pull. Oh, I found it. Okay, look. Here it is right here. I found what you were looking for. All right, and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Here we go right there. There it is right there. There it is right there, Ninja. All right, I, look, I Googled it. Meal Team 6. All right, there it is right there. Fat white women and the black men that love them. Oh, well, I mean, I guess that. All right, I guess that didn't. All right, Marshawn Lynch, that's a real ninja. All right, no football players. All right, Ben Carson, Ben Carson, no football players. No ballers, no football players. All right, hold on for a second. In Africa, yeah, them Nigerian, uh, Nigerian ninjas, you know, we come from Nigerian ninjas. We the same, brother. We the same, brother. Beyonce is not fat. Nigerian ninjas don't count. All right, they just like us. Uh, what were we looking at? I was looking up something. Anyway, Mill Team 6. Y'all cold, man. He says, I ask, are there any ninjas, Navy SEALs that married to big women? <laughs> Mill Team 6. Yes, them ninjas. All right, Marshawn Lynch. Does, yeah. Oh, oh, Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, shout out to Ben. I don't mean to do this to you, Ben, but... Oh, the humanity. Yeah, Ben Carson. <laughs> right here, this is... Uh, that, I don't think being fat is her problem here. I think she has some other problems here. Wow. Niggas always gotta show they 
All right, man. I don't know what. I would love to get down to the bottom of this. To the bottom, bottom. To the bottom. All right, anyway. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this uh, subject matter. My point stands. Do you like them? Do you make lifelong partners and wives out of them? Or are they baby mamas? They're constantly baby mamas. No. Boyce, Boyce Watkins' wife is not overweight. I don't think she would be considered overweight. Bill Burr, okay, that don't, yeah, she's not overweight either. Uh, pastors, yeah, pastors are kind of, I guess, I guess we can count them into elite, elitism or whatever it is. I'm talking about a biggin. He says, I'm the odd one out. Here, people don't have babies with tw- twigs on purpose. He says, I'm the odd man out. Again, you're proving my point. Just because you skied in a woman's guts, I'm talking about do you wife them? Wife them. You got to like them to wife them. Like, are y'all looking for wives that are overweight or just sexual partners? Who's overweight? We're not talking about sexual partners. I'm talking about are y'all parading trophy wives around out of big women? The answer is pretty much no. The answer is no. I don't know. I don't know why you can't distinguish between what I'm saying here. TD Jakes. I almost have to disqualify pastors, but I'll play along. And by the way, some of these wives, they taking strays for no reason. Right. But I don't know if we should take strays. Okay. We're going to have to qualify this. Yeah, brother. But TDJs is fat too. I mean, okay, look at him, too. Look at his belly. I'm talking about TD Jakes don't count. Let, let, okay, let's find me. Let, let's, 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 let's do this. Let's do this. I'm talking about long-term women, not women that I'm talking about. Young, let's, say, let's say you're a young, healthy male. You're working your way up. You're getting educated. You're taking the right path. I want a group of those men in their young age that are looking to make a home out of big women, not no old-ass boomers. Not old boomers. I'm talking about iced tea and cocoa. No, no, that that's, cocoa is not a, a BBW. We got we to gotta understand, like, a group of men that's like, oh, hold on for a second, let me see here. Here. I'm gonna do it like this. All right, let's take let's take this coalition of men. This is who I'm talking about right here. Let's take these gentlemen here. You see these gentlemen here? Yeah, they playing dumb. Okay, let's take this group of men right here. I want I don't know who these men are. This is a group at random. They're nice, dressed, they got their suit, their hats, they got their beards trimmed up, hairlines crisp. Now, I want to see their wives. I want to see their wives. I want to see these gentlemen's long-term wife. (laughs) All right, where we at? I can almost guarantee when it's time for them to get married in long-term, I can almost guarantee that they are not going to marry a fat woman. You see what I mean? This is what I'm talking about. Fraternity, I can almost guarantee that they're not going to marry a fat woman. 
Now they're gonna bang a whole bunch of them. Ninja <laughs> said they gay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can almost tell you that they're not going to do it. They're kind of successful. They got an image. You know what I mean? I can almost guarantee that they ain't going to, they'll blow some back out though. They going to blow the hell out of back. All right. Anyway, that's my point. That's the only point I'm making. All right. Anyway, let's get back to the show. It's already off the rails. All right. Uh, we are qualifying. 180 to 210 is our ideal. Okay, here we go. Let's get back to the show. I know I done pissed some people. Speaking of BBW, here we go right here. Ow. Are you going to fit? Oh, oh. Oh, Christian. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can't get up. Okay, hold on. Don't stress. Well, this is one of the negatives about marrying a big woman. Um, I'm going to tell you, I have three vehicles, two of them, this woman could not get in. See, this is why you don't marry a big woman when you're an upper scale, because when you're in a good vehicle, they can't fit. I'm sorry. This is just the truth. All right. This woman can only fit in my Ford F-150 truck. So, again, this kind of proves my point where you have to consider these things. You might like them, BBW, but you can't transport them around. I'm scared. Don't Please. be scared. Please. Come on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Help me. <laughs> oh, no. Just, yeah, please. Help. <laughs> oh, I can't. Hang on. I can't. I have oh. to go down. And that's a regular car. I can't. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness, man. Just see, this is the point I was making. This was the point I was making. So you might like them, BBW, but can you transport them around in a vehicle? Can you? This is the problem. I'm like, you know, you, bus pass ninjas love BBWs. <laughs> ninjas that ride the train don't mind. But where? how am I going to get her around in the 911? How am I going to get around in my BMW? I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't move to the suburbs and and do something like this. This is a limitation. I can have her come over in whatever vehicle she wants to come over to my house, and there could be some smashies, and then she can go back. But I have a problem long term. This is what I'm talking about right here. This is just. She done gave up on life here. What happened here? Let go. Oh, this is disgraceful. Look at this, man. Oh, my makeup stuck. My makeup stuck. Oh, man. Look at this. This is a disgrace. <laughs> Ninjas is up here loving. Ninjas is loving this. So, this is the problem I have here. You guys aren't thinking of this fourth dimensionally. Like, this is everything I feared. Oh, she on the floor. If I can't get up, look at that. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm stuck. Oh. How am I going to get up? I have no idea. Yeah, this is what happens after you bust that good nut. You you BBL, BBW guys. She in your bedroom. How I going to get up? Oh. I don't know, but you got to get out of here, man. This is a car. I'm so scared right now. 
But I don't want to have to call for help and have to get the fire department here. The fire so department. I just hope I can get oh, up. Jesus. Look at this. Look, look. Wait. Jesus. Man, I tell you. And the other dude did not help at all. Now, it's for the men who were offended by my earlier show. I'll give you, I'll give you it, guys. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Will Clapp has made an appearance. Shout out to Will Clapp. He's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to will clap all right anyway but i don't know how you're gonna kick her out of the house i don't know how you're gonna do that anyway that's straggle with sniggle theater like ride with me if you ride with me you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky come get high with me that's a deal right ride. all right let's see if there's any super chats out here all right uh shout out to who we got right here Brandon Foster says Coach Destiny's wife left him for a lazy Chad she's obsessed with. Now she's going to take his money to subsidize their new life. Ring the bell. Sad story. Sad story that um, um, that uh, Destiny story there. I did cover it, and I did not show the guy that she was with. Uh, but she seems to have moved on, and it's definitely going to sue him. And uh, there is a clip of him saying, well, if I have to give her a couple million, I have to give her a couple million because he did not get a prenup. All right. Wow. What a sad story. I mean, you know, um, people are in the red pill space are really, they, they don't know what to do with Destiny. They don't know what to do. Destiny has caused a lot of havoc. He has gained a lot of money and popularity recently in the last year or two uh, debating red pill people. He has probably built up an audience of people that like to see him attack. Um, he is, you know, he has been a good, gracious debater. He's and a master, a master debater too. A master debater. That's what he's going to be doing here the next couple of weeks. All right, he better hire a whole bunch of junior colleges. But now people in the red pill are like, "Oh, but we shouldn't talk about him negatively." Oh, ninja, y'all really doing this? What are we doing? He tried to ruin your careers out here. He tried to ruin y'all red pill space for two years, hell bent. And you want me to handle him with kid gloves? Because he played the fool, everybody plays the fool. And, of course, is we're trying to, some red pill consecrators are saying we shouldn't talk negative about him because so we shouldn't celebrate divorce. I don't think we're celebrating divorce. We're not celebrating divorce. That's not what we're doing. It's a I told you so moment. It is a learning lesson, especially for a guy like him. He has to learn the hard way. He has to learn the hard way. And it's not that we're celebrating a divorce and another victim. So a lot of some red pill consecrators like, hey, we shouldn't talk negative about him because we're celebrating divorce. I'm like, nah, you know what? If that happened to my son, I'd be like, Ninja, I told you, you goofball. Ninja, he tried to, he tried to, he tried to love. Um, and he tried to say love conquers all and that we were out of our mind. He bought the right, not only is he about to write millions of dollars of checks, he's already written hundreds of thousands of dollars of checks. That are going to nowhere. They're going nowhere. He's throwing it away. He about to fund another ninja's life. And, and he was talking cash shit over here. It's like, yo, I'm telling you, man. But guys are over here in the Red Pill space going, no, nah, man, you know, it sucks. And we shouldn't down them. I'm like, no, nah, 
Nah, he need to catch this smoke. <laughs> he need to catch this smoke. Everybody plays the fool. I can imagine if the guy, you know, I can see if the guy was like, you know, I just think differently. I want to fall in love. Let's say it was Moose Locks. Moose Locks, I would feel bad for Moose Locks. I was like, man, we tried to tell you, son. You didn't want to listen, Moose Locks. But this ain't Moose Locks. This guy, this guy was hell-bent on proving us wrong, right? And, and went above and beyond to try to prove us wrong. Now, see, that, that I can't. We got to go in. We got to go in. Anyway. All that money gone, and he is sitting up there, didn't want to get a prenup, went challenged to get a prenup, told us we was crazy, told us that we was bitter and hurt. He, I mean, he gave us everything, all that smoke. Talked about bonobos with Rolo. I thought that was quite ridiculous. Had me show up and watch Fresh and Fit. <laughs> I'm watching Fresh on the side falling asleep like he was reading lullabies. All right, I was like, yo. I was like, what? Okay, all right. They had a great thing going on. They brought up Sneeko. I was like, I'll watch them. Never watched these people. And then I watched it, tuned in, and they was talking about bonobos. I was like, this is... Because you know I don't pay attention. I be out here in my own little world. So they had me up late at night. <laughs> I was like, that's really the only real time I've watched Destiny, to be honest with you. And I was like, this is ridiculous. All right, this is who y'all out here lifting up. All right, anyway. <laughs> Fresh was like dizzy. He was like, oh, what am I doing here? Fresh was like, where are we at? I need to go get some girls. Let me at them. Uh, anyway, shout out to our brother, Christopher. Hey, he says BBRs are for women. He says what sagging is for ninjas. Damn. BBLs are, wow. BBLs are for women. What sagging is, is for ninjas. Interesting. Yeah, I was at a football game. I saw a ninja pants all the way down. I don't understand that. I, I will never understand that. I, I used to sag a little bit back in the day, pull my shorts down a little bit when I played basketball. Before they had nine-inch inseams, we had to pull ours down. All right. We, didn't have, we had the nut huggers in basketball. We pulled them down an inch or two. Now, these dudes be running around with their whole ass out. I'm like, this is crazy. By the way, spell sagging backwards. Do not type it in. <laughs> spell sagging backwards. That's a, just a disgrace. All right, man, Christopher, I'm going to make that. That's your fault right there, Ninja. <laughs> All right, anyway. Oh, man, I'm like, nobody want to see your ass boxers out? This is a disgrace. Like, why would you come out in public like this? Man, come on, man. This is, I mean, you don't feel that breeze? Yeah, that five-inch inseam. You don't feel that? All right, anyway. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right. Do not type in, yeah, just spell sagging out and then spell it backwards. Then you're going to see. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, what are we doing here? Let me check on this one over here. <laughs> I was sagging on the yard. No, I wasn't like that, bro. But I had to. I had the whole, 
Let's see here. Uh, here we go here. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys heard that joke before. No. We got a couple of brothers that have chimed in here. We got, let me see if I can say your name. <laughs> Shout out to Sean. Sean M. We'll give you. All right. Thank you, brother. Let's see here. We got our brother here. Let me see if I can say your name. Your brother's name is, we'll call you. Gabriel says, Coach, Gabriel's mad. He says, Coach, you are making us Mexicans look bad. He says, yes, ask classy rich men, black men, not only black men. Yeah, so that's what I should have at classy rich black men, not just black men. That, that There is a distinction. And I didn't want to piss off my Latino brothers because, you know, they don't, they don't all like overweight women. The thing is, though, especially on the West Coast, you got to catch them early, Ninja. Like, you got to get them early. Dare I say, you got to jump on them like right at the legal age or at least over in. I don't know, man, because they hit 23 and they blow up like the Goodyear blimp. I know people are going to be mad at me. Like, you got to jump on them girls early. I don't know what it is, but they have a short shelf life when it comes to staying skinny. Like, they be skinny as a bean. You be looking at them, you're like, ooh, she going to be. Like, when she grow up and fill out a little bit, she going to be nice. You come back, let me check on you. I'm going to watch you. You come back in five years, you like, oh, what the hell? What the hell? What? Oh, the humanity. You looking at her like, bro, is that you? She like, that's me. Her face all fat. You like. <laughs> you like, there's no way you're the same person. There's no way you're the same person. It'd be like a whole nother person. You like, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way you're the same person. How did you get that girl's personality into your? <laughs> you looking at her, you like talk, say something. I'm like, all right, you remember in the eighth grade? Remember in the eighth grade, we did something. You're trying to see if she remembers. She's like, I remember. You're like. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, man, you like. Wait a minute. Who are you? You got to catch them young, young. And it, unfortunately, I mean, I dare I say, you got to get your, you got to hop on them, pounce on them young. You got to kind of watch them. I don't want you to get y'all in trouble. But you got to pounce on them, young. You can't wait for them to get to 30. They ain't going to make it, bro. I'm like, this is crazy. They morph into another person. I'm like, did you exchange bodies with somebody? What are we doing here? All right, anyway. He said Portuguese women the same. Like, man, that is, um, that's, it's an amazing transition. It's an amazing, like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, man. You got to jump on them early. All right, anyway, shout out to them. They make good people. They're good people. But 18. We're always going to say, wait for the legal age. Uh, shout out to, let's see here. Uh, Brown through no says, if she's suing, she's in a bind. In a bind. 100%. OTBO says, coach, I love me some overweight, fat, pudussy, gordita, big belly, deli, white and Hispanic women. All right. He says, they think, hit me with the Undertaker bell. But do you, what do you mean do you like them? 
I mean, we know they good splash zones. Hold on for a second. They make a good splash zone. But how do you like them? How do you want it? How do you feel? All right. How, what do you mean do you like them? Let me see something. I'm pulling up something. This show right now is going to go crazy. Hold on for a second. How, how, how do you, when you, say, when you say you like them, what do you mean do you like them? All right, hold on for a second here. There it is right here. Uh, do you just like to have fun? What, what are we doing here? Uh, let's see right here. Here we go. When you say you like them, do you like them like this? Come on, give it to me. All right, they don't want to show it. All right, here it is right here. There it is. Do you like them like this? All right, where is it at? Yeah, like that. Splat. Oh, they didn't jump. I thought they would jump. Hold on for a second. <laughs> I got to find a. I want them to jump up and down. They just splashing. Okay, like this. Like this. Is this what you like? Right there. Uh, I got to turn it off. Wow. Yeah, is that what you like? Splash. Splash. <laughs> All right, dude. Oh, look. Here it is. Let's show you one more time. Like, is that what you mean when you... Oh, man. Wow. Look at that, brother. Whoa. Ah. <laughs> or do you like them? Like, tell me what you like. Because anybody, like, will like anything. You know what I mean? We'll like anything. But do you like them? That's what I'm asking. Shout out to the Mighty Bull. Keep dropping that mega knowledge uh, word. I appreciate you. That mega knowledge word. We got it. All right, Love W says, Coach, have you ever known anyone who has ridden a Greyhound or driven for Greyhound? Has it ever been or is it a good career? My cousin is hell-bent on driving for Greyhound. He's 26 and wants to travel and make money. I don't know anybody that has driven for Greyhound. I do know people who travel. Uh, they do charter buses. Charter buses and they do charter buses for teams, um, athletes, and stuff like that for Division One and Division Two universities. So I do know that. I know of people that have done that, and that would be considered traveling. Um, it is a little bit of a, you know, if you're 26 and you want to get on the road and all that stuff, um, yeah, you got to transport teams from one city, one state to the other. That could be kind of a fun thing, although um, these coaches are a hell to deal with sometimes, and you they don't understand your driving restrictions so they'll have you all messed up, and you got to park buses. But um, I, I don't know anybody that's done a Greyhound. I can't give you advice there. But charter buses for, um, you know, senior citizens and athletes and all of these things, that could be, that could be fun. That could be fun. Because it gets you out on the road and gets you away from people. Shout out to, uh, let, it get, let me see here. Did I skip? All right, I uh, shout out to uh, Brown through one says if she's suing you, she's broke, fool, and food. She's broke, fool. She's broke. All right, JC says oh, overweight women also love skinny, light skinned ninjas. He says they got through college. I don't know what you mean. They got ran through during college. He says my stripper name was Michael Danglo. And my special move was called the butter finger. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Shout out to 
Delta Fox. They used to call my father Pinga Dolce, which means Sweet Johnson in Spanish. He says, I have 11 brothers and sisters from four different women on my father's side. Man, your brother was, your father, I mean, your father was out here. Sheesh. Father was out here slanging it. Shout out to him. All right, all the Spanish guys are like, pause. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. Yeah, pause. But shout out to your poppy. Uh, back in the day, Poppy used to have people hunched over. <laughs> All right, Poppy used to have that thing slanging around. Oh, by the way, um, it doesn't happen as much these days because, you know, women can move around town. You know, women used to be restricted to the town they were in. The 10th man says, Ninja, you ain't ish. You got me over here dying laughing. All right, yes. All right, sad, sad. But we out here to make Ninja sniggle with the truth. Some of y'all daddies was pookies. We talk about y'all mama being three and fours. What about y'all daddies? Papa was a Rolling Stone ass daddy. It happens. It happens. Shout out to Sean sponsoring the show. What do we got right here? I'm rich, baby. He says they just like a big old Captain D. Wait. They just like a big old Captain D's carry off, uh, carry out wet spot. I'm not sure what that means. I messed up. They like uh, just like a big old Captain D's carry out wet spot. Yeah, um, I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna tell you, it's a mess. Big women are messy. It's a mess when you. It's a. It's, if you've never done it, I'm ashamed to say. I've indulged. I will clapped. Lots of big women. It's not great for your self esteem. <laughs> right, listen, your self esteem, your self esteem will take a hit. One of the things I like to do is educate you guys right here. You think you're doing something, but in the grand scheme of things, you're really not. And um, not that you have to be with a skinny woman. Oh, Captain D's is a full spot. But it's a, it's a self-esteem killer. You guys don't realize it yet. You guys don't realize it. So, and we're not saying you need skinny women, but just like somebody that's fit and takes care of themselves. Like, over time, you're eroding your self-esteem. I know people aren't going to agree with me because it's kind of what you like. But especially if you gauge in pumping, dumping, and, and stuff like that. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you roll over. You know what happens. You know what happens. She crawl into that bed, right? She got an inch in. She crawl into the bed. Her whole tail be wagging like this. She plump down. She lay down nice and slow so she don't tear down your whole bed frame. You got to hop on top of her. <laughs> and if what will happen is your mind is kind of like pleasuring yourself, right? You feel bad sometimes afterwards. You like, I feel kind of bad. You know what I mean? I feel bad that I had to do that, especially if you did it to something that really proves you nasty. Some of y'all be like venturing into the deep, dark recesses. You go down the rabbit hole on Prawn Hub. You end up at the granny. You're like 86-year-old granny and black man. And then you click on it. You're like, this is disgusting. And you watch a couple of seconds. And you're like, okay. All right, here we go. Let me get the, 
Let me get the. You finished the job. It's still going on in the background. You try to catch your breath. He just. Titties just dack, sagging off skin. And you just like, let me turn this off. All right. You knock the phone off the bed. You're like, I can't take this no more. You're like, this is disgusting. I'm a disgusting human being. You look at yourself in the mirror afterwards. You're like, did I really do that? I really down with deep in the recesses. <laughs> I'm never going to do that again. Next day. Now you out at the shopping senior citizen hour at the grocery store walking around. Looking like that football player, Kel- Kelvin Winslow Jr., you searching out grannies. You try to talk to her. Hi, granny. <laughs> right, did you? Mm. All right. You're messing your head up. You're messing. You don't realize you're doing psychological damage to your esteem. So then that's what you search for. But you don't realize this person has health issues. They have low self-esteem. They hate themselves looking at the mirror. But here you go. Rubbing all on Grimace. But you don't understand that this is eroding your self-esteem and then you're coming back telling me this is what you like. You really down bad. And you don't know it. Kellen Winslow. Yeah. Then he was running around, driving around looking for grannies. He was assaulting grannies, allegedly. So you don't realize it's like, you know, just like, what am I doing to myself? I can understand. This is why we have a slow Tuesday. (laughs) He said, next thing you know, you smoking crack in the chicken coop. Just like that. And now you targeting it. Here's the thing. In America, it's just bigger and bigger and bigger. How big are you going to go? You'd be like, I started at 180, then 220, then 240, 260, 302. All right, 330, 345, 400. Then you'd be over there, 455, 600. Now you're watching... My 600-pound life. Mm. Let me get this real quick. <laughs> you watching my 600-pound life. All right, this is it right there. I'm going in. Mm. He says it ain't allegedly. They convicted him. Facts. So it ain't even allegedly. They convicted him. Not of one granny, like three. And a homeless granny. A homeless one. He was pulling up. He's a millionaire football player. Pulling up on homeless grannies. They had to throw this nigga in jail. Mm. It was like, you going to jail. That's what happens. (laughs) And not only this, this is why I'm going to sum it up. I'm going to sum it up like this. How, when you tell me you like them, and these are good people, when you tell me, (laughs) I'm trying to keep a straight face. When you tell me you like them, do you like them enough to see her eat a sandwich and get mayonnaise stuck in the corner of her mouth without getting disgusted. Do you like her enough to see her eat a chicken leg and with the chicken grease all on her lips? Do you like her enough to see her eat cake and with the cake frosting all on her cheek and her jaw? And she start laughing do, do you like her that much to see her and to take her to dinner and watch the mustard and mayonnaise creep in the corner of her with her lips all greasy? 
It's do you like her that much? Will you will you take a napkin and say, come here, baby, come here. Let me get that mayonnaise out the corner of your lip off without being. Or do. <laughs> I'm just trying to listen. I'm not putting them down. You be eating your stuff. You like, all right, I guess I'll go out and eat with her. You eating your stuff. You eating your subway. She over there eating. She take a big old bite. You look up. And you see, you see her with them big greasy ass lips with some mayonnaise on her. You look at her like, ugh. <laughs> Jesus. You like, oh, look. When she got stains on her blouse, you like, that's my girl. That's my girl right there. Look at her. You done got stains on your blouse. That's why I love you. That's the reason why I love you. You're my heart, girl. Mm. <laughs> All right. Do you like her that much, bro? Anyway, chewing and shit, smacking. And what I told her was, I bet you you don't like her that much. Now, if you got you a girl that's in shape and you don't mind, you be like, come here, baby. Is she in shape? You like, you got a little bit of that olive oil on the side of your lips. She ain't chawing down mayonnaise. Anyway. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Anyway, look, we I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to belittle the women. I'm just trying to ask you. Yes, you gentlemen. You, you, you. And that's you. All right, let me stop. All right, here we go right here. Do you like her when she joined down? She got a big old tub of Kool-Aid. She got a 72-ounce uh, big gulp of Mountain Dew. And she be like, she be drinking down that big gulp, like, gulp, gulp, gulp. You be like, that's my girl. <laughs> right? No? All right, let me stop, man. This is this show's going off the rails, and it's going to get me in trouble. I'm trying not to get in trouble here because I'm trying to just clarify it. Anyway, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh, brothers. <laughs> Let's show you the next topic. People aren't going to like me anymore. Like the video at least before you leave. This show is a disaster. Admittedly, if this is the first time you've watched me, I apologize. I apologize because this is normally not me. Uh, what are we doing here? We have a guy. Prom date disaster. Prom date disaster. Uh, this guy right here. Take a look at this guy. This guy supposedly, wowzers, he's in high school. Look at this beard. This guy's got a full beard. He looks like somebody's father. Apparently, this guy's in high school. I don't know when how old this video is. Uh, maybe he's not in high school. She certainly looks like she's in high school. She certainly looks like she's in high school there. Look at that. You know, she can, this is definitely in a country town, a small town. Uh, let's see what happened here. There's a two and a half minute video. I don't think we need to see the entire video, but... Apparently, dude asked girl to prom in a very creative way, but it quickly backfires. Okay, here we go. Hey, hey, what's that sign? Uh, here we go right here. You can barely hear it. Shit. 
Oh, man. Okay, so what you didn't see was apparently he must have put out a sign on the side of the road. He put out a sign on the side of the road asking, will you go to prom? And then he put a camera, a dash camera, to record her reaction. And so he drove by the sign and said, well, look at this sign. What is that? She sees the sign. And I'm going to read what she said here. Here we go right here. Let's go ahead and show you here. I'm going to have to turn the volume down because you really can't hear them talking anyway. He says, they're right there. What does that sign say? And she reads the sign. And there it is. She looks at it. She looks over. I think it's something. It says something, something Lee. Will you? And she says, what the F? That's shitty. And he's like, oh. Really? She said that's shitty. Then she says a little bit more. She sees another sign right there. Will you marry? Did it say marry? There's another sign and it says LJK. She said gasp. It said JK. Go to prom with me. Will you go to prom with me? That's a shitty way to ask someone to prom. Uh-oh, that's a shitty way to ask someone to prom, all right? And so here we go right here, and he's like, oh, shit. Damn, I tried to be romantic. That's an L right there. That's an L. Now, she's sitting there looking like Alice the Goon, and he looking like, I don't even know, man. You don't look 20, you, you don't look like you're in high school, fam, but maybe you are. There's some dudes that look like this. So now let's see. Let's. This is the best part right here. This is the best part right here. Let's go ahead and play the video. turn the volume down oh no this is terrible oh no she's oh she feels bad oh look at this this is terrible don't cry dry your eye oh, this is terrible this is sad very uncomfortable isn't it sometimes it happens so she shitted on his <laughs> all right she shitted on his attempt and now he's like oh well he said oh well damn now she figured it out and she feels like a piece of dung all right and she feels like oh that was a disaster and so yeah he was about to cry and now she's like oh no i've totally embarrassed myself yeah this is somewhere in iowa this is down bad they down all right she do look like alice the goon though but uh anyway you young brothers don't know now he's trying to take her to the crib to smash real quick he gonna get some good peace leave he gonna get some good peace leave right here all right, she's going to have to give up that leg. I don't know what it is right there. That's definitely a country road. Oh, man, listen, there's no much context here. Are you okay? Oh, a little bit later, he clapped. Turn the video. Oh. I'm sorry. Don't kill me. Uh, I didn't really want to see her. I didn't want the video to record her bawling her eyes out. We're going, obviously. Yeah, she said yes. Yeah, I said yes. He clapped the hell out of them cheeks. I could tell. I know my white girl. He ain't smashed. I could tell her face is a little bit washed a little bit. Ashen. 
all right, like it's a little flushed out, like she didn't wash her face after she got heavy. He beat them cheeks up. He beat them cheeks up. Yeah, he did. I, and they're in high school. I don't know if I could say that. But she dropped that neck. She definitely dropped that neck. It's barbecue in there. All right. Um. Yeah, you know, I actually, this is kind of like the public proposals. I don't suggest public proposals. I mean, you would have to have all signs pointed to that this is going to work out. Uh, and it's sad because a lot of men, I mean, this is just one out of many. Sometimes these things do work. Uh, but you are thinking in your plan. Men very rarely plan. Men very rarely, uh, rarely plan stuff like this because of these type of reactions. And you can't control them. And so women tend to plan stuff like this. Uh, did you like it? Remember, I showed that one video of the woman where it didn't work and she was all flustered and she was all pissed off. But um, men don't go above and beyond like that. So if he does, I'm telling you, he ain't never going to do. He ain't never going to do anything like that ever again. But he do look old. Um, but, you know, small towns do sometimes let things go like this. And this is not a current video. It is an old video. But, hell, we showing old shit now. They're just talking about old stories all the time. Ninja, I'm bringing up shit from 2017 at this point. All right, next story real quick. Sorry to hear this young guy, right? Well, I'm not sure he's young either. Somebody needs to do an IG check on that, Ninja. Take, take, take off. Oh, wait a minute. It's not take off yet. Uh, is it on take off? Uh, before we get to take off. Before we get to take off, this is a short little meme about crazy how people start conversations with you when you have money or when you, they think you have money. Uh, this is a guy filling up his car, his Lamborghini, and uh, I don't know how people record stuff like this, but people are always trying to record. And uh, he picks this conversation up. <laughs> You're proud of Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. You work in tech? Um, no, 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 no. What do you do? Because I work in tech, so. But, I mean, I'm retired, so. Very. All right, and so you can barely see it, and it says right here, when I take my Lamborghini to the gas station, and what do we have here? We have a G-Wagon on the other side, and it sounds like it's a probably a Master Splinter or a Millie Mouth Muskrat. Looks like a suburban wife, probably. There you go. Right? Yep, yep, there you go. Skinny uh, pancakes over here, pancake flatbacks. Uh, let me see if I can get a good picture of her. You can barely see her. So she's asking, what do you do? Are you married? And stuff like this, and I'm going to tell you, uh, this is the stuff that when people say, this is like being six feet tall. It's like being six feet tall. You get a you get people that maybe are in your class or women that uh, believe that they have a chance at you. They might be a good working executive herself. She would never talk to broke ninjas unless it's to bring them over to smash, right? And so when they see you of a certain class yourself, oh, you have a Lamborghini, so let me talk to you. So this is not out of the ordinary. It's to be expected. There are some people that don't, don't um, talk to you at all because you have a Lamborghini. There's those two group of people too. But as you can see, she has a G-Wagon and she has the white woman uniform on, which is leggings, black leggings, and a puffer coat, a one of those uh, sleeveless joints that I wear, and a long sleeve shirt. That is every white woman in America's outfit. And so, yeah, there you go right there. Uh, what do you do for a living? Hey, women, that, I don't know why women ask that question. That's the most... To me, that's a disgusting 
question. Yeah, mind your business. Um, when people ask that question, that's a disgusting question to ask. Um, but there is a way to ask it. And I had a young lady once on the drive-thru ask it in a good way. And she said, hey, listen, um, she, and she was a young, she looks like she might have been a high school student. She worked um, at a drive-thru, what is it, Raising Cane's? And she was a nerdy chick, so I gave her the benefit of the doubt. If it was a woman that was attractive and looking to try to figure out who you were, that would be different. But she was a nerdy chick that worked at Raising Cane's. And she was like, hey, you know, I just want to ask you, what do you do? Because um, I want to do whatever you're doing to afford the lifestyle you have. And she wasn't trying to pick up. She was just a curious woman like, hey, I'm, I ain't trying to. She was like, can I roll with you? You need an assistant? Basically, you need an assistant? Like, I want to learn. I want to apprentice. So that's how I took the question. And she didn't ask, like, what do you do? I'm interested in you. Maybe I could get. It was kind of like, hey, I want to be. I want that type of lifestyle. I want, a, I want a job like that. I want a career. And let me know what it takes. What do I have to do to have something like you have? That's a different way to do it. But when men or women, especially women, say, what do you do or ask what you do? That is a disgusting question. Disgusting. Yeah, she asked, how can I be down? She had glasses. She had a buck tooth. She had her teeth like, what do I need to do? All right, acne on her face. All right, I gave her the benefit of the doubt. Right? But I was like, hey, you want to be an assistant? Let me know. But, of course, she was kind of like high school age, so I left it alone. I was like, all right, never mind. But, um, yeah, Velma, she had that Velma look. She wasn't like sexy like Velma, though, but she had the big old glasses. She was goofy looking. All right, but um, anyway, but when women like that ask, what do you do? I find that to be very, very, yeah, somebody says shallow. I'm like, oh, it's a disgusting, especially if it's early on. I mean, but I have a way to handle it, but I think it's absolutely a disgusting question to ask because you're just looking like a damn predator. Anyway, I cannot stand it. Anyway, it's a, it's a pet peeve of mine. And I set, I'll set them straight right off the rip. All right, anyway, let's get the takeoff. All right. Damn, takeoff out here. I don't know if you guys know, takeoff is a rapper from the Migos. Uh, somewhere in late December last year, November, he lost his life. Um, and um, he lost his life in a very terrible way. He's worth $5 million or better. He was, had a budding solo career from his group, the Migos, the Migos, Offset, Offset, Cardi B. He's the brother of Offset. And he died in a bowling alley shooting accident, all right? And that left him dead. And it's kind of like curious as to why he was there. Very out of the, um, just not out of the ordinary type of event. And uh, very tragic. All right, but take off. Here's the brother right here, take off. So he died November 2022. But apparently in the year 2020, there was a SA lawsuit against him. Okay. Allegedly over a dice game, for sure. My man said it's an opening question, bruh. No, it's not. That's a, that's a, that's a, uh, let me, let me go back. Cause I, I like to, I like that. That is not an opening question. <laughs> All right, let me, let me go back for a second. Cause I have to handle this. There's one in here. All right, that is not a good opening question. That lacks depth. That lacks interest in the individual you're asking. Because it's a qualifier question. It's not an opening question. It's a qualifying question. What you're trying to do is shop 
the individual. That would be like, what is your real bra size? I can't see your bra. I can't see your titty size. What is your body count? Is that an opening question? What is your body count? Do you collect child support from your baby daddy? Ladies, what is your income? Women don't ask. That's not an opening question. That is a qualifying question that is used to shop you, disqualify you, or to continue the conversation. It's low-grade questioning. It lacks depth from the woman. It doesn't try to insinuate that she's interested in you, only what you do. It's a bad starting question. You're prying. You're, you're, you're getting too personal way too soon. So it is not an opening question. It's a low-grade Guys, when I hear a woman ask that question, she's a low-grade bitch already. You're a low-grade. All right, that is not a good opening question. Okay, what do you do for work? What do you do for a living? Question number two, question number three. See, here's the thing with me. I am not what I do. I'm me. Okay, I'm me. I'm not what I do. So... What about me? Do you have any other interesting questions about me? Or do you just want to know what I do so you can measure up to what I make? Yeah, she might as well ask you what your salary is. So it's a low-grade question for sure, and you guys should, you guys should um, look out for that, especially in the first two or three questions. It lacks depth in conversation. It shows that she has no intentions of having a conversation with you She's trying to qualify or disqualify you right off the rip. All right. But um, anyway, you want to make that shit. You find out when you figure out who I am. But that's in the day. You figure out if you like me. And then you figure out if you actually want to know what that is. Okay. But I'm not going to. This is what you have to understand. Let's go back. Let's go back to take out. Take off. All right. I'm not what I do. You're not what you do. Um, if you want to brag about what you do, I ain't interested in that either. Pocket watching nosy broads. But you guys don't understand. Some people don't understand. Uh, women who ask that in the first three or five questions, they're low-grade broads. They're low-grade. All right, I might as well rent a broad. I might as well rent a woman. Okay, somebody said, how do, you, how do we respond to that? That's for me to know and you to find out, right? That's an interesting response there. If she continues to pry, she ain't interested in you. She's just trying to shop you. Well, I really want to know what you do. What do you do? Okay, that's for me to know and you for, for you to find out. Are you interested in finding out? Yeah, I want to know. Okay, stick around. <laughs> right, stick around. Stick around. Get to know what I, get, get to know what we're doing here. But yeah, they want to brag about their job. Cut that shit off. Cut the job conversation off from the beginning. We're not about to do all of that. All right, we're not about to do all of that. But don't get defensive either because it shows that maybe you're insecure about it or you're hiding something. All right, that's for me to know and you to find out. Let's have a little bit of fun here, huh? Let's have a little bit of fun. Let's get to know each other. Yeah, is that what you want? All right, let's go. Here we go. But I consider women trash who ask that in the first five questions. That means you can't come up with anything else. Bitch, just be quiet. All right, anyway. Uh, anyway, do not tell them. And by the way, you're, you're not a good person if you open it up sharing this information, all right, as a male. 
Yeah, they, these are below garbage. But anyway, that's just me. Let's get back to it. Uh, here we go right here. Takeoff stance trial. Let's go back to takeoff. Good Lord have mercy. So let's go back. Sexual assault lawsuit against takeoff continues. Mother faces potential liability. Okay, potential liability. So let me read the article here. This kind of goes into circles here. Uh, why is this out of order? All right, it says right here, takeoff. Sexual assault accuser wants late rapper, deceased rapper's mother to be listed as a substitute defendant. Now, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. Damn. Now, I don't know if there's a, if there is a history of this happening, if this is in law, I'm not sure. But this seems ridiculous. Now, but again, the accusation came before his death. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, obviously, because it couldn't have come after. But Takeoff's legal problems might not be over just because he's no longer alive. According to MyNewsLA.com, a lawsuit brought against the late Meagles rapper for a sexual assault in August of 2020 may continue despite the fact that the rapper was deleted in November of 2022. The publication is reporting that the plaintiff in the suit is seeking to have Takeoff's mother take her son's place as a defendant in the case. Wow, man, the precedent. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> is, I don't know how you're doing this, but it says the rapper's mother, Titiana, it says Titiana, T-I-T-I-A-N-A, Titiana Davenport, is the active administrator of the rapper's estate, which is currently in probate proceedings in Georgia. <laughs> So, uh, by the way, the mother and the father of Takeoff are fighting over, and I'll show you this real quick. The parents are fighting over the fact that Takeoff did not have a will. By the way, I think Takeoff, age-wise, I think he was 28, all right, 28 years old when he died. And um, so he didn't have a will. Not a surprise. You know, most men don't think they're going to die at 28. I, even though rapping is a very risky sport, but I can probably see why he didn't have his stuff in the, his affairs and orders. By the way, I think the father is estranged. They definitely were not together. Mother and father were not together. I think the father was estranged from takeoff long time ago. I would say probably potentially alienated from the father, but then the father came back um, to stake his claim on takeoff's estate. So now it's in probate, and it's not complete. This is what has caused a delay in the trial. So this is a delay. This causes the delay in the trial. So this is why we're here in 2023 talking about it. Because, because he died, and his affairs were not in order, and his estate has not been finalized, right? Nobody knows where the money's going to go. The judge put the trial on hold, which is weird to me. Because I'm thinking, wouldn't it kill the trial? I mean, he's dead, unfortunately. What, what trial are we talking about? <laughs> okay, he cannot defend himself against these accusations. 
So I'm kind of confused as to why there's a trial at all. But it's a civil lawsuit and the guy has money, right? And it says right here, the plaintiff currently identified as only Jane Doe, which I think is a disgrace. In a civil lawsuit, there should not be a Jane Doe. All right, the guy, we got the dead rapper. We got the mother taking a stand. And now she's running around here with some accusation and still not being identified. And Jane Doe claims in her suit that Takeoff sexually assaulted her at a June 2020 party in Encino. All right, Encino. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Like these type of things, when you look at it, this is a horrible precedent to set. Because, I mean, if this is the case, we can we can start getting Abraham Lincoln on it. Let's get Abraham Lincoln on the case. Let's see what that let's see what we can drum up about them. Can a dead woman sue a dead man? Like how far is this going to go? I don't think this is good. Cuz there's no defendant. But the alleged victim claimed takeoff basically stalked her during the party before following her into a bathroom where he then raped her. That's going to be hard to prove, especially when Takeoff is not here. How is Takeoff's mother going to defend this? It says Takeoff's attorney strongly denied the allegation at the time, and the rapper was not criminally charged over the incident. Okay, the L.A. uh, County District Attorney reportedly cited insignificant evidence as the reason not to proceed with the prosecution. So, it went to the DA of L.A. County. They will go after celebrities. They will go after celebrities for any reason because these district attorneys, they typically have bigger ambitions. They want to be the mayor of Los Angeles, maybe the governor of California. They're very hell-bent. In fact, pretty much every DA of Los Angeles has elevated to another office. Mayor, governor, attempted to or at least ran for election. These guys are hell-bent on making Cases like this, like um, uh, Tory Lanes was a part of Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. That case was pursued. You will see that these people are hell-bent on throwing celebrities in jail. They have great political dreams and aspirations. So they said, mm, no, nah, we're not going for this. Okay, But it says right here, the Jane Doe suit is not Davenport's only legal issue. She is currently suing the owners of the Houston Bowling Alley where her son was deleted. And Davenport, the mother of Takeoff, filed a wrongful death suit last uh, this past June against the venue's owners as well as the LLC for the, okay, the, anybody related to the bowling club. And we're not going to take all of that into consideration right here. He was shot, shot and killed over alleged stray bullet, and they have stray bullet in quotes right here. Okay, and it says right here, and he took a shot to the neck and the head area and all of that stuff. And she's seeking $1 million in damage. So the mother has fight over probate uh, of the will of the estate. She also has a lawsuit against the bowling alley. And now she's a defendant. She's going to be a substitute defendant for her son in a sexual assault case. (laughs) That's that's crazy. (laughs) That is nuts. I mean, I don't think this is healthy. This is not good. I mean, because now, I mean, come on, man. Where does this end? Where does this end? I don't think there's any justice here. I think this is a cash grab. Potentially, they're trying to wear down the Davenport family, the takeoff family, uh, to possibly get a settlement. 
all right, to get a settlement. They're just trying to squeeze money out. This is a money guy. Gotta get my bag and run. He, he, he was he was basically no evidence in the criminal proceeding. You got you got very, a, a very story. Okay, he followed me around. I mean, this is this is what men have to put up with. All right, this is what have to men, men have to put up with. So here we go, right there. Uh, sad story to report on that incident. And again, I don't. I I think that Jane Doe, she should definitely be uh, subjected to uh, having her name put out here publicly. She's just hiding behind this uh, lawsuit. Okay, we got uh, the next story here is going to be, what is there? How many more stories do we have? Is this the last story? Yeah, this is the last story. All right, are there super chats? Joshua Moon says, when Coach was going through his ish, he didn't have a YouTube to listen to twice a day with a million dollars worth of game to guide him. Indeed, burning car, please, he says. What was he doing to my car? Indeed. What was he yeah we um we we gen x did not have this information we didn't have people we can just run to youtube and get this game all right shout out to david brown says yes mayo and all black men be loving them oh yes they do that's a vicious stereotype of our men here they love them they love them and there's again fetish we have to understand the difference between the fetish um, this gives you discipline. It will give you discipline because you're acknowledging that you have an attraction to someone that you don't like, which is almost all women for me. I mean, I really don't like them. All right, but I have to get my rocks off. And so now that I can distinguish, okay, this is just a fetish. You know, because most of the time I'm demoralized afterwards. I don't feel good about myself. I treat the woman poorly. I want to get her out of the house. I'm trying not to let the neighbor see her. You know, all of these things, this is not healthy. So um, acknowledging that it's a fetish, I basically can distinguish between and control my behavior psychologically and get discipline around my activities, the big things. <laughs> all right, the big things is that you, you, um, you have to get discipline around your behavior. Like I have typically like, hey, Monday through Thursday, I try not to see any women at all. Right. I, I try not to keep appointments. Sometimes I can help it. Sometimes I cannot. That's part of discipline because then I can just focus on what I need to do and then just leave it to there. Right. Otherwise, I'll rush things and I'll be like, OK, I got to get this done and I got to get her organized and get set and get dressed afterwards and shower. And, I, you know. I'd rather just put that stuff off foot fetish too. foot fetish. Yes, I like feet. You know what I mean? Be looking at them feet. I'm like, mm. But most of the time it's fetish with us. And then if I can do that, then I can distinguish my behavior. But to say you have a preference, preference to me is only with women you like. That's all. What do I like? What type of person do I like? That's a preference. What type of women do I like to have sex with? <laughs> right? That's gonna be mostly fetish. Indeed, like black men are fetishes. Black men are fetishes. Even with black women, they fetishes. Like they'll go for the fetish guy, the soldier, you know, the ninja with the tin boots, you know, the hat on backwards. Uh, the the prison ninja with the the dark skin ninja or a light skin. Black men are fetishized. Black women are fetishized. 
I, I think all all people are fetishized, but black men are fetishized. But, but um, what happened is you're fetishized, but you think people generally like you. You think gen, people generally like you. Oh, man, them white women be loving me, coach. Them Latina women in Colombia love me, coach. They love it when we come through. Okay, and you make all excuses. You know, them women, them thick women, them pogs love me, coach. They love me. They really like me. Because ninjas love to be liked. You love to be liked. Them soccer moms love us, coach. They love me. I'm going to tell you this right here, and I want this to stick with you because this is true. They don't like you. They don't like you. They are fetishizing you. So as long as you, we acknowledge that that's what it is, you're a fetish for them. I've lived in areas, suburban, suburban women, old white women, they, you know, divorcees. They cannot, they love it. They be leaking. They be like, I can't wait. I'm going to have me a black man today. They're fetishizing you, which is fine. I don't mind it, but I also... <laughs> I also understand that that's what they're doing. Similarly, I'm doing that for them as well. I want an old MILF, an old white soccer mom. All right, look at this. I'm going to give me a soccer mom. But do they be out with your monkey ass? Not always. They let you come in, bull them over, and then you leave and you think you did something. They love it, but they're, they're looking to check for the BBC. They're looking for the fantasy shit. When it's time to marry, your ass ain't nowhere in sight. Ain't nowhere in sight. All right? You ain't going to see hide nor hair of her friend, social circle, family, or none of that shit unless you, unless you really jump through hoops and hurdles. They watch ninja porn too. They're obsessed with ninja porn. They're curious and shit like that. They don't like you. He <laughs> said, they don't like you like that. Just like when you mess with fat women, you be trying to tell them, yeah, I really like you, girl. Yeah, you know, no, baby, uh-uh. You know, it's just me. Yeah, girl, mm, I love them. Mm, I love that stomach. I love it. All right, you tell her the same thing. She leave thinking you liked her because you went over there and humped on her. She never thinks, no, maybe he doesn't like me. You told him. She believes it. Just like your black ass believe they like you. They don't. They don't really, but they fetishize you. Hey, man, I'm in the history of the world, in the history of the world, and a lot of guys are like, it's fine, it's fine. In the history of the world, I'm going to tell you something real crazy, and this is will blow your mind. This will blow your mind. Do you guys know, and you can see this playing out in modern time, men will have sex with women from other countries Groups of people that they're that they're supposedly hate, like in over there, like Hamas and all of that Israel stuff. Them ninjas, they they graping the girls. They're graping them. They're before they slit their throat, they will have sex with that person. Now you cannot tell me that that ain't sick, but that's what people will do. Slavery, where the person is two-thirds of a human being, a third human being. They're a less than subhuman individual. That person will have sex with that human. And you're 
literally considered subhuman. <laughs> In the history of the world, you know how, many, how much has that, that has happened? Since forever. Forever. So you can claim <laughs> that you don't like, uh, I hate these group of people. You'll still screw up. You'll still screw the women. And you hate them. You're supposed to hate them. You want to see them dead, but you'll still sex with them. Man, I'll tell you, bro. <laughs> you'll still have sex with the person. That, to me, I'm going to tell you, that, that ain't nothing more than a fetish. You're fetishizing them. You, you don't like that group of people, but you will sex the women down. You think the, the people are disgusting people, vile. Oh, they're disgusting, foul people. But when you get the opportunity, you'll put your Johnson in them. Man, I'm telling you, man. You'll make these people live in ridiculous conditions, but you'll have sex with the women. I mean, come on, man. What are we doing? This tells you. It's kind of perversion, lust, uh, fetish, programming. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on. So when you tell me you like a person, but then you never wipe them, you never be girlfriends with them, you never be seen long-term with one like that, you pump and dump them, you treat them like garbage, but you tell me you like them, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't. You literally have, you have fetishized them, and you've been fetishized too. You've been fetishized too. I want to see y'all ninjas marrying a parade of them. Shout out to Macaroni Tony, man. These youngsters don't even know how nice Kellen Winslow, Winslow Sr. was. Tony Dorsett, too. Meanwhile, the kids ruining in their names and their legacies. Legacy ninjas taking the L. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> it's crazy. So are you a fetish? Most people are mostly fetishized. Uh, black men are fetishized by black women, too. Yep. You know how? Well, I'm going to tell you how. Watch. And I'm just chilling today. You don't have to stick around. But black women fetishize black men. And vice versa, but we'll talk, talk to you. You think they like you, they don't. They be, they be sperm jacking you. And you have to be a, a certain type of black guy to bang black women. She like, I got to have 9 to 12 inches. I got to have that long. And you got to be this and a rough neck. And you got to have this and muscles. And this woman to be 320 pounds. <laughs> right? She'll let you nut in her and all of that. And then if you're a regular dude, goofy, lame, you don't get no pussy. That's fetish. That's a fet You're being treated like a fetish. Now, a lot of guys don't care. But I'm just telling you, that's an example. If you fit the mold, she'll let you ski. If you don't fit the mold, you get no puss. You got to date her and walk her across the, the jump the broom and treat her like a lady. But as soon as Pookie come around, Pookie fetish, <laughs> right? Thug ninja, thug love. And, and you know what happens? You know what happens? Ninjas adopt that characteristic. Because there weren't that many thug ass ninjas, or ninjas around. But ninjas start adopting the thug personality because that became successful with women. So when you see ninjas dress in a certain way, 
they ain't no really no thug, but they know women will look. Even my even other races of women will be like, oh, I, I like this thug guy. So they fetishize you even in the personality and you adopt it and you ain't really no thug. Most of y'all ninjas ain't thug at all. So um, black women do fetishize black men in that light. Even executive women, they'll you'll have a woman that's a educated black woman and she'll go for a thug love pookie. It's a fetish. She, it, these men are overwhelmingly not successful in relationships. They're not. They're overwhelmingly not successful in parenting. Matter of fact, I do have a video for this. I do have a video for this. Um, they're overwhelmingly deadbeat kind of characteristic. They'll still let that man skeet. They'll still bone the guy, and then complain that it don't work because they're trying to make it work. They just have a fetish. Uh, let me see if I can play a video here. We're just we're just cooking today. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, yeah, here we go right here. We <laughs> This video going to trip y'all out. But he is making a good point here. Let me see here. This is an example of a black man that has been fetishized, right? And so it says right here, this guy's making a point about 80% of black children are birthed by 16% of black men. All right, and that still ain't enough to stop these glue heads from procreating with Pookie. All right, so let's let's listen to him. There you go right here. You would think a guy like this would not have sex with a lot of women. Not true. Let's talk. Yeah. Go ahead, baby. What you want to know? How many kids you have? I got 33 daughters and 13 boys. Damn. 22 baby mamas. How many grandkids? Two ex-wives. 12 grandkids. Only out of three daughters. So imagine when the other ones get to pop at all. And a lot of times, y'all don't know the situation when I was going through on child support, bitch. Let me tell y'all stinking assholes something. In the last 40 years, all y'all stinking assholes who put y'all daddies, y'all brothers, y'all husband, and y'all baby daddies on child support, all y'all did is help the system gain 43 million black brothers and sisters that's in jail for child support, you stupid motherfucker. And all you did is talk your fucking family, you dumb bitch. Uh, then you wonder. Jesus, oh my goodness. You, uh, all the humanity. <laughs> hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. I don't know if you know. Some black women are wet right now listening to this guy. <laughs> She's like, ooh, where's he at? Where can I find him? Now, conventional wisdom would say some women would run from him. Not true. Not true. Another example of this is the six-foot-tall male. That's a fetish. Now, that stems from kind of natural selection and bigger and better child, child offspring and this and that. But I'm going to tell you, there's something deeper on the six foot tall and up that makes it a fetish. Because they will say it's a preference. It's a fetish. You know why? Because women like to be dominated sexually. Women go crazy in the bedroom against conventional wisdom, against all of this consent bullshit and all of this shit. He attacked me and he did all of this. Much of this role play plays out by strong men. Mostly, if she assumes that you're tall, you're going to be strong. You're going to be able to manhandle her. It's the beauty and the beast. King Kong and Jane. Tarzan and Jane. Or whoever King Kong's girl was. What they want is to be dominated. To assume that you have enough equipment 
and the ability to pick her up. Every woman wants to be picked up by their man and pinned against the wall and fornicated with. Some women like to be tossed around and ragdolled. Some women like to be put in the bedroom. Not all women want that tender love. Here I lay all alone. But if you small, short, bird-chested, they probably know they ain't going to get any of that. They might be a surprise. But this is what they kind of, a lot of women like this shit. It's, it's, again, we, you guys think women like to be dominated. This is in their nature. It's inherent. But you got to understand and know how to work this. I'm not telling you to do it. They like it, though. They go leaking for this. They, they like it. They don't want you to be like, um, can you help me unbutton your pants? And can you, uh, can you unbutton your bra for me? And can you take your pants off? I can't get them off your hips. They want, get, get them pants off. Get back right here. You give her the two finger, unsnap that bra, bra off. She loves that shit. She's like, this is great. The amount of women that have great fantasies. I did an entire stream on that one. A lot of women have sexual assault fantasies. Where, where men break into their window in Timberland boots and white tank tops and blue jeans, sagging. Okay? They have great fantasies. I did a stream on it. You can't find it anymore, maybe on my premium content. So they, they, they are worried about being assaulted, but they also, some of them, not all of them, a lot, of, a lot more than you know, fantasize about it. This is a fetish. So then what happens is they start to, while you... While you don't see it, they start to seek these men out or they'll let these guys with dating apps. They'll let them come through and hit and then send them on his way. And you're like, I think she likes me. Somebody said, this is getting controversial. I've already done a stream on it. I've already done a stream on it. So if they would have got me, they can got me. But great fantasies are real. I think it's something like 40% of women have great fantasies of being dominated. Um, the, the novel books, what do they call them books? essentially a big man, uh, Beauty and the Beast type of, the whole Beauty and the Beast. Somebody said, I'm 6'6", it's the truth. They kind of want to be meleeed in there. They don't want no tender love. Tender love. Uh, let's see here. So this is, makes it tough. Oh, look, let me, let me give you right here. You want to hear it? So this is why you bird chested ninjas don't do well. Watch this. This is this is tough. This is why they select archetypes. Here it is right here. This is uh here's the abstract. This is a medical journal, women erotic grape fantasies, an evaluation of theory and research. This is publicated, publication, University of North Texas. Right there. The Journal of Sex Research says the article is the first systematic review and research literature on women and grape fantasies. Current research indicates that between 31 and 57% of women have fantasies in which they are forced into sex against their will. And for 9 to 17% of women, these are a frequent and favorite fantasy experience. Erotic great fantasies are paradoxical. Uh, paradoxical. They do not appear to make sense. They do not appear to make sense. Okay. Right there. You heard those natives right there. And so the whole 50 Shades of Grey, why was that famous? Why did that go viral? Why did women show up at the movie theater for 50 Shades of Grey? Huh? 
Yeah, the whole Fabio on the cover thing. These theories explain great fantasies in terms of, uh, is it machoism? Sexual blame avoidance, openness to sexuality, sexual desirability, male grape culture, biological preposition to surrender, to surrender, sympathetic physiological activation, and adversary transformation. Have you ever seen like this? Um, a woman, there'll be like a nerdy chick, and she's a tutor for some athlete, and she's always around them. Oh, I feel like I just want to, I just want to help them. I can guarantee you he put, he pounded that, that tutor out. Is she a nerdy white girl, a nerd girl, a nerd black chick in the South? Nerdy black chick, ain't got no business with this ninja. And she, tell him, man. This is straight up science. This is this is a known thing. But a guy's, you know, what happens is the male ego can't deal with it. But there's also problems when you get to these accusations and stories. Like take the Cassie for incident. Incident. We're supposed to believe she was just so innocent and oh, she was just nah. She was in there. <laughs> she she was in there, and I had to do this, and I had not. Nah, she probably was loving it. Uh, the woman that said she had nine men and one woman after a nightclub. Okay. Yeah, the teacher from last week. The teacher from last week. These fantasies are real. Women have fantasies, guys. Women don't just be out here. I never think about it. They got fantasies. It's a real thing, bro. And until you, I kind of am a, a short, muscular guy. So I do tend to, especially in all my life, tend to have, and I lived in the suburbs a lot. I do get this selection. I do get a selection right there. You got strong arms and you you got muscles and mm. they really don't like me. They don't have they're they're not liking me at that moment. They're fantasizing about something here about what's going on. And you kind of just have to accept it for what it is. I'm like, oh, I see what this is about. You know what I mean? I see what this is about. It's a tough situation. Tough things to discuss. Even people are uncomfortable with the discussion. Why? Why are people uncomfortable about uncovering this truth? This is a truth, and it is to protect men, especially men that are melanated. You're going to get selected for this type of thing. Yeah. Oh, the beard. The beard. That's another one. The beard. I just love your beard. I just love touching your beard. I love rubbing my fingers through your beard. Your your beard is masculine. Your your beard. You look like a oh dude. I'm telling you, it's there. This is a, there's all this sense of women are. Men are dominant, women are submissive, and it plays out, the beard. Sometimes it's the bald head. Um, people will think, you bald-headed. Some women love bald-headed ninjas with beards. You be shocked. A lot of young women do. A lot of young women do. Older men, younger women. A lot of people think that that, mm, that doesn't match. Or the woman's being groomed. No, the woman's targeting that older man because she wants to feel an older man, and what he can do. You not, Young ninjas, she know you're going to give her five strokes and be done. This is just straight up nature. So people who, I, they express their, oh, dreads, dreadlocks. Dreadlocks is a big one. Dreadlocks is a huge fetish. That is, you're absolutely right. 
dreadlocks. If you got dreads, right, them women be running to Jamaica. This is the funny thing about the passport, bro, criticism. These women love these island guys with the dreadlocks and the weed. And these executive women, they've been running down there since the 1990s, getting the dreadlocks. Some of these women got sugar daddies, and it ain't like they're doing it because they're in a bind. That's what they like. Not all women, but it's, it's a fetish. We showed you this data, the statistics. It's there. They do it for a little bit, then they come back and they marry goofies. The that's you guy. And that's you. Dreadlocks, cornrows. Remember D'Angelo? Cornrows, Allen Iverson. The cornrows. These are all things that play out into what we call the fetish, the dominant. The dominant into the submissive. So when we talk, this the difficulty is then, e even white guys, large white guys with beards. All right, but women will tell you, oh, I don't like beards. I don't like bald guys. I don't like old men. I don't like pookies. I don't like thugs. I want somebody. They're asking for a mate. When they want to mate and settle down, they want the guy to fit the, uh, the, the model citizen. The, you're the that's you guy. And that's you. Tattoos. Yep, braids and tattoos. You guys are getting it, right? You guys are getting it. Put it together. You're like, you like guy like that? Motorcycle gang ninjas. Gang bangers. Skinny white dudes. You know what I mean? With beards. It's, it's one of those things that we have to put together where we're always thinking that, oh, all women like guys that are put together. But then when they, with the pookie, we're trying to explain it as some sort of sexual selection where we're not achieving the right direction. Okay, but this is, yep. Ninjas that get bullet wound scars. She loved to see that ninja. She loved to take his shirt off and see his bullet wounds and his stab wounds. <laughs> oh, you got bullet wounds. Oh, um, I, I open carry. I open carry with a firearm. You know how many women you know how many women love that? They love that. They're like, oh, I feel so protected and so big and bad and dangerous and Women don't be like, oh, you one of them, uh, open carry 2A. So again, we got to, this is to help, help you guys to understand here. Look at this. And I'm going to pull up another piece of data for you on this one. Uh, so this is actually leads into the next story. This actually leads into the next story. This is another, you, oh, this is North Texas right here. And this um, study, female undergraduates, Sample using, using sex fantasy as a checklist. And it says right here, a great fantasy scenario presentation, blah, blah, blah. It says right here, results indicate that 62% of the women in the study have had a great fantasy. For those women, the median great fantasy frequency was about four times per year, with 14% of the participants reporting that they have had fantasies at least once a week. Further, the fantasy exists on a continuum between erotic and aversive with 9% completely aversive, 45% completely erotic, and 46% both erotic and aversive, and so forth and so on. And this is a woman, creation information, Jenny, blah, blah, blah. That's why you have Dr. Nurse. 
right? The guys that I want a guy equal or above my level. What is this, guys? This is the truth. Some women like to be kind of slightly choke me just a little bit. They'll put their they'll they'll put their they'll put your hand up right there, right here. She'll like right here, just bruh. <laughs> the Latino guy doing the lawn. I mean, I've heard, yeah. It is it's it's wider, it's wider open than you think. And this now goes into the next subject right here. Let's go into the next subject because this is makes this complicated. This is a woman that claims that the CEO forced her into a SEX slave contract. So we're going full 50 shades of Greg. All right, ladies, 50 shades of Greg. We're here. If you've never seen the movie or read the book, 50 shades of Greg, it was a BDSM domination movie that was a fantasy for millions of women, millions. Like a lot of women ran to the movie theater. A lot of women read the book. In fact, if you were in, were in a relationship with the woman and she was reading this book, you probably got a lot of sex because she was reading this erotic material. This is essentially um, softcore pornography uh, for women, erotic pornography, right? But they are not going to see it this way. This is a fantasy. The fantasy consists of a billionaire man who was into dominant domination. The woman in the story was significantly younger. She was a younger woman and a supposedly a reporter that he's convinced that he hired her. Um, she was a virgin with little to no sexual experience. She co-signs it. He gives her a slave contract. She does not sign it. She wants him to fall in love. She ends up participating in the dominant uh, domination, but does not sign the contract. And there was some fantasy. The women love this shit, right? And this is the new, I think this helped bring in a little bit more female empowerment. This is kind of like the next chink into the female empowerment that kind of led us into a whole nother direction where they can publicly acknowledge this obsession or curiosity about it. Curiosity. There was actually was um, a song at the sign. Uh, Rihanna had a song either on the soundtrack or prior to this or around the time. She had a song called, I think, BDSM. I can't remember what the song was, but it went something like whip, sand, chains, and it was in the chorus. He says it was a psyop. Yes, I mean... Okay, but it, it opened up BDSM to a to the household, to the normal household where it was up for discussion. If you live with a woman at that time, she was if they were reading this, she probably gave you a lots of sex. Lots. Was it called SOS? Or S and M, I think it was. Uh, Rihanna it might have been on the soundtrack of this movie, but it was around the same time that this song came out. All right, and um Rihanna had a song called S and M. So this was introduced into the what I call the normie culture of women and normalized if you will and no, this is no complaints I'm not complaining I'm gonna see if I can get the um the lyrics it says right here feel so good being bad there's no way I'm turning back now the pain is for pleasure because nothing can measure 
Love is great. Love is fine. Out of the box, out of line, the affliction of the feeling leaves me wanting more because I may be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. Sex in the air, I don't care. I love the smell of it. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but chains and whips excite me. Okay, that, that was around the same time. What year was that? That was the year 2010. Okay, chains and whips excite me. Guys, there were some normie-ass soccer moms singing this shit. <laughs> and SNM stands for sadomasochism, which is, which is a, a basically a sadistic person who likes to inflict pain on someone. And the woman is saying, I like it. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we were doing. He says, they don't like it. Dude. Oh, there's a guy in here said they don't like it. <laughs> All right. You must get consent. But this was a popular song for women. Benjamin Button, it seems like he trolling half the time and half the time he doesn't. All right, but he kind of is trolling right here. So we often say consent is vital. Consent is vital. Now, this is a case where a guy tried to get consent. And it was, this is played, this movie play, the, the movie is playing out in real life where art is imitating life and vice versa. Watch this. San Francisco tech CEO, Christian Lane. Damn, the name is even the same. Christian Gray, Christian Lane, accused of forcing assistant to sign sex contract sexual torture. Right? Okay. All right, the co-founder. Let's go ahead and find the guy. There's the guy right here. There's the guy. And um, there's the contract. We'll try to read through it. Uh, there's the guy right there. He looks a little bit better there. The lawsuit claims that Lane raped and abused the unidentified assistant for years. For years. Gentlemen, you heard it. You heard what I just said, right? He did it for years. Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> Bruh. This, is, this actually happened in the movie Fifty Shades of Grey. Essentially, what happened was she denied, she, she did not sign the contract. She refused to sign the contract, opening them up to be vulnerable and having to fall in love to protect themselves from any accusations, essentially, for years. This, tell, this is like the Cassie story. Like, really? All right, let me, let me hear this shit. Let me hear it. The co-founder of San Francisco Tech Company is accused of forcing his former assistant to sign a depraved sex contract, slave contract, subjecting her to years of unwanted sexual horror. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you can like this. I don't know how you can do this. And this is why I say never contract with women. <laughs> never contract. Trade Shift co-founder Christian Lang allegedly forced, forced his ex-employee to sign the contract just months after hiring her as his executive assistant right here. You big dummy. Dummy. Dumb. See, you don't do shit like this. You don't shit where you eat. You have your own. If you have a depraved lifestyle like I do, I, ha I keep it separate 
from my world. This is why when people be like, hey, you can bring her in and you can put her on your game and she can help build with you and she can work with you while you're defiling her. These are two separate women. They must be two separate women. When it's time to defile women, I'll go to a hotel suite, top floor of Caesar's Palace. I'll get me a Ling Ling. Come on in. I don't need her to be my secretary. I don't need her to build my business. I don't need her to know all my information, where I live at, how much money I make, what my email is. No, 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 no. Keep them separate because when the shit breaks down, and it will, you are vulnerable. She got all the data, all the information she needs, and she got your dumb ass. You big dummy. Keep them separate. They're just trying to get you to get this woman to be the same woman. You don't need that. You don't need that no more. Okay. CGA knows how to get my depravity out right here. I'll show you right here. Hold on for a second. Let's get the music going right here. When it's time to do it and it's time to get freak a leak. I'm not confessing anything. I'm just telling you it's what's possible. It's time to go get the freak nasty on. Here we go right here. It's time to get freak nasty. This is what I'm going to do right here. I don't want her to know my name, where I do, where I work, nothing. Let's just get it done. Come on, man. But y'all want her to be the same woman. Why? Because you want women to like you in the end. You have this idea that the woman got to like you for some reason. Are you this low in self-esteem? Are you this low in self-esteem? And this is targeted to specifically the black men. You guys want them to like you so bad. Just, but this goofball. They don't got to like you. You don't need to have their soul. You don't need to possess them or own them. You don't. You're a depraved human being. You're disgusting. She so don't have to like you. And you have a fetish. <laughs> All right, this is crazy. But they ain't really going to like you. Who cares? Do you really care? Yeah, you do, because you a low self-esteem ass ninja. Unbelievable. And this is what happens when they like you. They'll give it to free. They'll give it to you for free when they like you. All right, how much is this CEO about to pay, Mr. RRL? She likes me here. It says right here, the woman identified in court records, of course, as Jane Doe. Another Jane Doe. Claims Lang then graped and abused her for years. How? How? He said, y'all like prostitutes. We don't like them either. What is wrong with these men? <laughs> what is wrong with men? Ninjas have this fetish with liking. Nobody needs to like anybody. Slave owners bone slaves. They didn't like them. They still bone them. Sex does not require a liking. There's a lot of low self-esteem men in here. What are your problems with people liking you? <laughs> and you liking her? You, you, you guys are some really uh, affection-oriented ninjas. I don't understand it, but... You like this, and no, nobody likes nobody. Look, nobody likes nobody out here. Apparently, these women got uh, great fantasies. Do they like you? They don't. 
Nobody needs to like anybody for this stuff to go on. <laughs> Come on, man. Guys are some sucker for love ass ninjas. Nobody likes nobody. You don't have to have like a person to have sex with them. I've clearly made that point. It's pretty prevalent in our world. It's pretty prevalent. Nobody got to like anybody. All right, come on, man. And even if she has sex with you, she don't like you. They don't. Your wife don't like you. But she'll open her legs to you. <laughs> Haven't we cleared this up? No, we keep having to keep going this dance, huh? We have to keep doing this dance about liking. Gotta keep doing this dance about if somebody likes me. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, you guys are weird. You guys are weirdos to me. Complete weirdos. It all comes, well, 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 what they like and you like. Nobody likes nobody. We cleared this up already. <laughs> we, we, we pretty much made that clear. They like you because you have braids. Are you fine? Does this make you feel better? They like you because you have tattoos on your chest. They like you because you look like a dominant guy. They like you because you six feet two. Are they liking you? No. <laughs> Come on, man. They like you because they have a fantasy. They have a fetish. You like fat women. You don't like her. You're having sex with a fetish. Ninjas are, y'all some weirdos. All right, y'all some straight weirdos. And every now and then, you'll find a woman that you like that you'll have sex with. Every now and then. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Again, why do we have this abuse for years thing in here? What is going on? What is going on? Ladies, are you here? Ladies, are you here? How do you, somebody asked him this word, because I don't get it. How do you get abused for years? How does this happen? How does this even land in court? How, does we, how do we even take this allegation seriously? Because if you're not living together, if you're not stuck in a, in a, in, in a in a basement, in a dank, dark basement chained to the wall. How does this happen? <laughs> right? Oh, she had the job. Okay, so she kept showing up for the job. And then that way, and then that way, her job was on the line. So she had to uh, perform here. Okay, because she broke. It says Lane's torture involved inflicting physical pain on her by various means urinating on her man she liked this he says every case is heard okay yeah well throw it out routinely penetrating her person with foreign objects according to the lawsuit and i hate to be this not family oriented here but she was peed on she didn't like it she was penetrated with foreign objects this is normal all right, that would be normal, but unique consent. Inflicting, inflicting physical pain on her by various means. The shocking allegation came to light after the disgraced executive was fired as CEO earlier, earlier this year for gross misconduct on multiple grounds. After management learned about serious allegations of sexual assault and harassment against him, 
Uh, he's dumb for doing this with an employee. You big dummy. Dumb. Dumb. The accuser also claimed she was fired in 2020. That explains why the lawsuit here. When she complained to Human Resources, there you go. This is why you never make these contracts with these women. She went right to Human Resources. They have no loyalty to you. Stop contracting with women, especially stuff like this. This is stupid. This is dumb. And they had a nine-page slave contract, uh, which she insists she was forced into signing. How are you forced? Doe had agreed to always be sexually available for her master. Ladies, ladies, you know this is frivolous. You know this is frivolous. This is terrible. She was a participant. And she got fired, and now she's getting revenge. Anybody can clearly see this, bro. She agreed to always be sexually available for her master, and she loved it when he needed sex, and then to never refuse him sex, even when not wearing the day collar, according to a supposed copy of the contract filed with the lawsuit. Can I, can I tell y'all something here? This is a dumbass move by him. He's, all, he's completely at fault. I tell you, I met this one woman, a, a redhead chick, a redhead chick, and she was into this. And you could tell she had had several partners that she had been doing this with. And she wanted me to engage in this type of behavior with her. Uh, not necessarily this, but she definitely was steeped into this culture. She wanted me to go a step further, meaning that she wanted me to be kind of in a relationship with her, but she wanted me to be her master, her dominant, her dom. They call it dom. Uh, and what, what she wanted me to do was engage with her when she, when, when she wasn't there, give her instructions. All right, she says, I want you to text me, call me, and tell me to do certain things while I'm at my job, and I'll do them. Right? So she was like, if you call me or text me and say right now, I want you to uh, get some beads and do X, Y, and Z. I want you to go to the bathroom and touch yourself and pleasure yourself thinking of me. Like, she was giving me instructions and all this stuff. Yes. She was like, this is what I like. This is what. And for the ego of the male, that, that gives us an ego rush where we're like, oh, wow. Like, this is great because she's completely submissive to you. You know, when, and then when she gets home, she's completely submissive. She's. Like this contract said, never turn out sex, never do any of that. I decided not to. I decided not to. Because what I did was, he said, that's receipts, yeah. Because for me, I don't like communicating with women when they're not with me. <laughs> All right. Again, I'm not a big texter. I'm not a big phone conversation person. I think it disrupts my day. So even in this scenario, it did not seem... It did not seem like something that I was going to want to do consistently for a long period of time. Although it sounded like fun, I'm like, I don't have time for that. I mean, I'm, that's kind of how I am. I'm a very Sigma-minded. I'm like, man, you out of sight, out of mind. I'm not about to interrupt my day to do this. I got more important shit to do, and I'm kind of on my grind, and I was trying to overcome hurdles. I was engaging in early free agent lifestyle philosophy, right? I'm like, again, I'm like, this, is, this stuff is a distraction. This stuff does not make me excited, although maybe if I was rich and had my life together to a point where I can afford that, maybe. But I was kind of building. I'm trying to be like, 
No, man, I'm trying to get on my grind and do get extra sessions and trying to cut YouTube videos. So I said, no, thank you. And she was disappointed. She was like, oh, really? Oh, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm disappointed. And then she moved on with her life, never heard from her again. Okay, but there's women out here like this. I'm telling you, they're like this. and You would barely know it. You guys, there's a whole culture of this. And I'm like, man, I'm like, I, you know, to me, I don't like to engage too much outside. Um, like if, when you're here, we're good. When you're, when you're away from me, I don't, I ain't thinking about you really. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So anyway, and she was a normal looking, uh, early, late thirties, white girl, red hair, natural red hair. All right. But she was sloppy. She was soggy. She was soggy. Nice too. Very nice woman. All right. But, um, she was very nice and submissive and yeah, all of that stuff. Was she a nurse? I think she might have been like a medical assistant or something like that. That she did work in an office like that. I think she was in like a nursing office, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And so, yeah, man, I'm like, nah. Especially in today's world. And I'm like, no, thank you. It says, whenever she sees her master in private for the first time, she is to kneel and ask if there is anything she can do for him. The purported contract added. The document also allegedly allowed Lane to deliver, quote, any punishment the master decides to inflict, whether earned or not. Although it did note that it was uh, the master's responsibility to avoid killing the woman or causing permanent injury. Wow. The former assistant was also supposed to keep a diary. <laughs> Jesus, are you an idiot? Oh my gosh, man almighty. He was, okay. You big dummy. Uh, the former assistant was also supposedly to keep a diary of his subjugation and enslavement of her and had agreed to be beaten with a cane if she did not write submissive entries, according to the lawsuit. Wow. Lang allegedly, quote, beat her to the point of bleeding and violated her with inanimate objects, the woman claimed. The woman claimed. The accuser was also contractually required to dress in a proper feminine way and keep her weight between 130 and 155 pounds while agreeing to send Lane weekly spreadsheets of her progress, the suit alleges. Do you guys see exactly why I keep distance away from women? Like, in, in these cases where guys are like, she likes me, and I'm going to put her in check, and I'm going to keep her in frame, and I'm going to have her where she needs me, and I'm going to pay her, and I'm going to keep her financially to the, attached to me so she can't leave. You see exactly why I avoid this? Um, I'm, it's not that I can't do it. It's that I don't want to. Because there's no getting around it when this shit hits the fan. They all going to claim to be abused at the end of it. All right, and I was subjugated for years. Okay, this is plain out stupidity. I like to keep women kind of distance from me like this with this type of shit. All right, and it's always you want to do this. You want if you're away, it's it's what it is. But dudes be getting pleasure with kind of where you're like, I got the girl in check and she do what I tell her to do and all this old bullshit. I'm like, uh, uh, no way, no way. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, we got more. The slave, uh, we got more. 
the slave, the slave agrees to submit completely to the master in all ways. There are no boundaries of place, time, or situation in which the slave may willingly refuse to obey the directive of the master without risking punishment. The contract reads, according to the lawsuit, there's more, guys. There's more. The slave also agrees that, this sounds like a good thing, but yo, yeah. The slave also agrees that once entered into this slavery contract, their body belongs to their master to be seen as, wait, to be used as seen fit within the guidelines defined herein. Also, all of the slave's possessions likewise belongs to the master, including all assets, finances, online accounts, and material goods to do as they seem fit. <sighs> I'm telling you, a lot of guys are listening to people give advice to tell them to do similar things, right? This is kind of pimp culture where I tell you, this is no good. In a former day, okay. In today's day, no way. No way. I would never pimp a woman. No way. All right, same thing as this webcam shit, Andrew Tate. It's all good and well until one woman flips. Nope. Trafficking. You know you're going to get a trafficking charge on this. No way. <laughs> no way. And she signed it. Allegedly. Forced into signing it, and she did it for years. All right, white folks, huh? Yeah, white folks. This is white pimping right here. All right, but um, this is, you know, kind of like, the, you know, one of my criticisms of, of the Andrew Tate thing was like, I don't know if you understand, this is what he's doing. He's getting the women to somewhat agree to this. And yes, it's a lifestyle. But I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, but not today, bro. Not today. Not today. Okay, it sound cool in the 1970s and in the 80s. And then in the nice fantasy book, but not today, bro. This shit is not a good thing. Okay, you're, you're playing with fire, for real. Because then what you'll do is you'll be like, because I, I think he kind of had some admissions and some things, and I pay the taxes, and I take the money, I see fit, and she don't control shit. Ninja, are you crazy? You can't be crazy out here. You big dummy. But guys want to, guys want this. In, their, in your mind, you think that this is a great thing. This is not what you want to do. Somebody says all of our politicians are under blackmail like that, coach. Same thing as Epstein Island. This is what they do. They engage in this behavior. They have sex spies, these politicians. They go to Lolita Island. And then when you wonder why they're making funny votes, <laughs> you wonder why they're doing stuff. They be having girls like this. They be participating in parties like this. Man, no way. He says common in corporate too. Yep, corporate culture. Um, no way. And then when you find the executive assistant going on plane trips with the executive, you sitting there like they're like, oh, we're going to um, we're going to Canada, we're going to Hawaii, and they're on the uh, private plane of the CEO. You're like, what is going? Like, what is this shit? The woman gets in financial bind. The CEO help her out. Oh, okay, I'll help you out. You can have this and that. You're like, what it is is, this is what's going on. People just can't tell you. But you're seeing some of this happening. These things are leaking out. This is a culture 
and when where men and women are participating in this. But people don't. People don't really think that this is happening. This happens in corporate culture, Hollywood, music industry, ninja behind the scene on YouTube. And what you'll hear is a guy tell you, because you'll see it. You won't see the entire lifestyle. You'll see the ninja's house. And he got he got Mexican Mexican women, tall, cartello Mexican women uh acting as maids and washing the dishes and lingerie. And you'd be like, oh man, that's cool. All right. I want a situation where I got a house and I got women dressed as uh French maids doing dishes in high heels and shit. I'd be like, bro. You don't want that. If you want this, you better have your shit tight. You better have your contracts tight. Yep. And she got a boyfriend too. I guarantee you this woman got a boyfriend and was doing this. <laughs> All right. This is real sports. Same thing, bro. This is, this is not abnormal. This is stuff that goes on. All right. It says right here. Man, and so he's got control of her finances and stuff, and he's probably giving her money. Um, there's certainly money given to her for this one. I don't think that. See, that funny part is left out. I'm waiting for her to say how much money she received. That You know what? That part's left out. That part's left out. She didn't put that shit in the contract. I guarantee you he was giving her money other than her salary. This was no free slave contract. This was probably transactional. You know why it's left out? You know what's why it's left out? Because she would be considered a prostitute. That's why. Because she took the payola. She took the payola. He was putting money in them, those accounts. And then they was like, <laughs> that part going to be left out. Now she wanted the big bag because she got fired from her job. This is kind of like a blackmail situation to me. Just to let you know, if I'm on a jury, this is blackmail. She's trying to blackmail him because he fired her. All right, it says right here, the lawsuit says the former assistant had agreed to the disturbing stipulations because, quote, she loved her job. And it was accomplishing important work in her new role and did not want to lose the opportunity to work at Trade Shift. Bullshit. Bull. No way. No way. I was so focused on my job and my career, and I just had to feel like so I could focus on my career. She probably had a bullshit job, too. People probably, she probably had a job. She probably had a job that people sat around like, why is she even here? <laughs> right? And everybody probably knew. It was like, oh. I bet you people treated her like shit at that job. That was like. All right, that's the executive's floozy. This shit been going on forever. Please. It says right here, a representative from the corporation, which is named in a lawsuit, which she's also suing them. So that's how she's going to win on the employee base. That's how Cassie won her lawsuit because she sued the corporation, not just the person. Now that she's suing the corporation, she has a workplace issue, and now she's going to get paid. And they denied the allegations and the claim in so far as they made against the company, but declined to comment further while referring back to the statement released in October announcing the dismissal. It says Lane vehemently denies the allegation, 
in the statement to the Post, sharing that the pair had a consensual sexual relationship. I, I can agree with that. That doesn't that's not a surprise. Um, we have his uh termination here. Okay, here we go right here. There's more to this story. Of the claims in this lawsuit are defamatory and not reflective of my past relationship with the plaintiff. I don't know, man. The shocking and vile claims in the lawsuit are completely false. I don't know about that. And I reject allegations that I a subject uh subject or subjected someone to any form of abuse during my tenure as the CEO or at any time of my life. You better be gay out here, ninja. You better come back uh, with some gay ninjas. That's the only way you beat this one. The only details of the salacious complaint against me that are truthful are that the plaintiff and I were in a sexual relationship and that she was once employed at Trade Shift. This relationship, which predated her employment, that's not good, ended months, eight months after she joined the company. That's not good either. So you said uh, you were dating her already in this contract, and then you got her hired at the corporation? That's bad. And then you terminated her eight months after she joined the company? Dummy, stop hiring women. brother. Stop hiring women that you work with. I mean, stop hiring. Stop. You know what I mean. You big dummy. See, this is why this whole helper build with you and hire into your business. You, you're, you're bringing sex partners in and hiring them in the job. That's the dumbest. That's stupid. You can't be this dumb. Leave your sex partners outside of your employment shit. Leave them out. In 2014, I made the grave error of judgment to hire someone I was dating and with whom I was engaged in a consensual relationship. Yeah, he admits it. You big dummy. Uh, while this did not constitute a violation of the human resources policy, it is, re unre it is irresponsible to employ someone with whom I was romantically involved. I agree. I agree. I regret the decision. It was a foolish mistake that I will not repeat, right? Because people always say, because I always say personal assistant, and you're like, you know, and sometimes I joke, and people are like, you're going to hire some Kaylee, and I'm like, no, I I'm not going to do that. I can get, I got sexual partners over here. I don't need to have a sex partner now work for me. That's a recipe for disaster. You guys got to have discipline out here. You guys have no discipline. That's an automatic, that's an automatic, you put yourself in jeopardy. Now, is anything going to happen? You never know. But I'm not hiring a sexual partner. No way. She can stay. She's already got a job. That's my sexual partner, right? Why do I need to employ her now? Lane asked a former assistant, uh, added that his former assistant went on to work with Trey Shift for five more years after their relationship ended and rose the ranks outside of my purview. Okay, um, interesting. Her position was then ultimately terminated during one of several rounds of layoffs Trade Shift had uh, unfortunately had to undergo. So there, there's where it is. To me, that's the, the problem. So this is classic. Women do this, right? I don't mess with Rosalinda either. My maids don't get fornicated with. We don't need to do this. So here's where the problem is. She was about to get terminated, and she pulled the old, you ain't letting me go. And then when she went in there for the exit interview, she whipped out the, here it is. I've been sleeping with the CEO. Human resources is like, oh, shit. Mm. 
<laughs> Guys, you know women do this. This is a classic thing that women do. This does lead to me believing, not believing their claims. Because why didn't you claim this? You only claimed this when you was about to get fired and laid off. Now, all of a sudden, you want to come out with this claim. They, a lot of women do this. They'll start about to get fired. And as soon as they're about to get fired, they're like, okay, well, you know what? Here's what we're going to do now. I'm about, to, I'm about to air out the dirty laundry. And that's what she did. That's exactly what he's saying she did. A complaint, formal and, uh, or otherwise, was never lodged by this person. Not to the trade shift board nor the company's human resources. Interesting. Okay, in October, the fire CEO told TechCrunch that he has never been, that he had never been a human resource case complaint or formal allegation filed. Okay, so she, what happened then? A spokesperson for the accuser, meanwhile, denied the relationship was consensual in a statement. Quote, in what world is a slave contract remotely consensual? She signed it. Uh, is Lang really arguing that since the slave contract existed before that it was okay to continue it during employment? They're, they're trying to say it should have been severed during the employment, which I agree. Our client entirely rejects the notion that she had a consensual uh, slave relationship with her boss. See, they're making it about the job. That's where he has the problem, to be honest. He has the problem with the job. All right, so that's where the slave contract was essentially revoked when he made her an employee. All right, it probably would have been fine if she wasn't an employee. She would have had a difficult case to prove that because they were like, well, it was personal. But now because now she became an employee, that's when he crossed the line. Now, let me see here just so you can see it on the screen. There's 13 pages, one, two. Uh, I, w I can't read it because... On my screen is quite fuzzy. All right. And my eyes are bad. So, yeah, man, I wish I can read all of this stuff, but I'll find it and download it. <laughs> uh, and ladies, where's the signature at? Uh, yeah, that's that chicken scratch right there. Is that her signature? How did he force her? I don't know. That, that's a little trick and scratch right there. That's not a pretty accurate signature. I think that was like. Um, if you saw the movie, Fifty Shades of Grey, he asked her before he engaged in the consensual BDSM relationship, he asked her several times to sign a contract. And several times she refused. And then it wasn't until they had a vulnerable moment, he proceeded, she consented, and he went forward, but she didn't sign the contract. Okay, in this situation, it looked like he was like, nah, bitch, if you want to do this, you got to sign it. And she probably grabbed it and did scroll her name like that and continue. That's just what I'm just, that's just what I'm going to assume. But guys, these fantasies are unnecessary. <laughs> this To me, we live in a culture now where this is completely unnecessary. There's professional women that you can do this with. I mean, a lot of guys don't understand this. Uh, I, again, you guys trying to force normie women and you don't realize you're making yourself vulnerable. Stop doing this shit with normie women. Because in your world, you think she likes you and you got her under check and all of this stuff. There's professionals for you to do this shit with. But people don't want to do that. No, man, I wanted to like me too and me dominate her. All right. 
And it's not illegal to participate in this type of thing, guys. You don't have to even have sex. A lot of it don't even include having sex most of the time, right? But it's not illegal because you're participating in something you're consenting to as an adult. I wanted to like me, have her soul, and work for me, and build my business, and be my employee, and control her money, and have her washing dishes with her titties out, and live with me. They just won't. All right, he said it's not legal. It's not, you don't have to have sex with a woman. You can get a woman in the room. You can, she can whip you. You can whip her and walk out the room. My Lord. Then you could go home, have missionary sex with your wife. (laughs) But you want to give a slave contract. You could go to the bunny ranch in somewhere in Nevada and carry this shit out yourself. No. This is uh this is un this is uncalled for. In today's world, man, there's volunteers for this all day long. Anyway. Where are we at? If you if you have a set up a camera and lighting, it's legal. All right, here we go right here. You've made content and you can run for a Senate position, if you will. But this this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous here. Here we go. Marriage is a slave contract. Exactly. Marriage is a slave contract. Exactly. They don't, they don't, you can't take them to court for that. But you guys are t- carrying on these things too too much, and you don't realize women are gonna bait and switch you if it becomes uh, inability to do so. They can do this. Shout out to Sheldon says, my snow bunny called me an N-word when we effed. There you go. There you go. So there's where the fetish is. Luis Gonzalez, shout out to you. Thanks for being here. He's got $3.85. you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Mm. Stiliano says, I was trying to wait till Friday, but F that Philly in here. Shout out to you. And he's, oh, I'm sorry. He says, CG, you, you got me. He says, you got me with the uncle story earlier. Shout out to Philly. Okay, we got a couple things over here. Some of these things are just kind of, yeah, like y'all setting yourself up. Y'all setting yourself up. Okay, uh, let's see here. Delta Fox, I got her. Joshua Moon, I got him. Freeman, Freedom Podcast, I think it says, I pledge allegiance to the free agent lifestyle. Stay free, guys. Stay free. Stay free. Um, good luck to you guys out here. For sure. And uh, this is also not a criminal case. We know this as well. There's no criminal proceeding here. Loner Stoner says sex without connection can feel empty and not fun welcome to marriage hold on for a second (laughs) sex without connection can feel empty or fun i do have a skit for that um yeah uh here it is right here uh, these the, the guys here. I understand what you're saying. I'm not denying what you're saying. 
uh, but you're the guys that don't get sex. <laughs> you're the guys that women don't like to have sex with. Again, we kind of cleared up the point that most people have sex without connection. You know what I mean? Most people have sex without connection. The idea that the idea that sex with connection, I've already b- torpedoed that argument. There's people who hate fuck. There's a thing called sport sex, sex sport. There's a BDSM. There's pay for play. Um, there's marital sex. I mean, he said, come on, fellas. I, it's kind of like, man, I feel like I'm teaching kindergarten sometimes. I, tell, I, I feel like I'm teaching kindergarten. Y'all need to just keep coming around, circling around the same thing. We talked about fetish sex. We talked about women having great fantasies. We talked about, but y'all want to kiss and shit, tongue kiss. I mean, I love it. I understand. I, it's not that I understand. There's orgies. We have women running train games. We got women doing hookup culture. It's like I'm talking to hard-headed ass people. And y'all ain't going to kill me. Y'all not going to stress me out. You got pornography. I mean, there's so many people. You got grape, all-out assaults. You have um, you have pump and dump. But y'all want a French kiss and shit, like, and want women's soul. Then come around here talking about y'all have a 200 body count. He says, taking care. This is like taking care of toddlers because no matter what I do, Y'all come back to this shit. Mm. <laughs> Not all men. Y'all keep coming back to this as if this is the argument that torpedoes my argument. And I keep giving you example after example, story after story, video after video. You can see this on Instagram. And here you go, but coach, I want her to like me. Mm. Hope strategies. You want to make love. Women hate making love. Women hate making love. Especially to you goobers. You know who they like making love to? I keep giving y'all the, I'm giving y'all, it's a virus. You guys, the hope strategy is a virus. Soft jazz in the background. I'm going to give y'all another piece of information, bro. (laughs) I'm trying to help y'all out. Do you know who women like making love to? I'm going to put y'all up on game. Yeah, they only learn through pain. Hard-headed. Ninja something that just only want to learn through pain. Do you know who women love making love to? Because you're confused. You think they want to make love to all men. This is why y'all dumbasses are out here. Do you know who women love making love to? They love making love to men who dominate them. For instance, they want the bad boy to bring them flowers, not your goofy ass. Does this make sense? They want the bad boy to wine and dine them. After being treated with the bad boy. They want the bad boy instead of pounding her guts out tonight 
to warmly, to caress her. They want the bad boy to sprinkle rose petals leaning to the heart-shaped bed. They want him one day to just take it nice and slow. When they ask for these things, they want the bad boy to be funny and humorous. They don't want no nice guy shit making love every time ass, French kissing ass. They want that guy to transition. After putting her face in the pillow, the next day, come switch it up. That's what they can't tell you. They would love to tell you, but you ego, your ego can't handle it. And you're still here trying to tell me about liking love when you don't understand women. <laughs> they want you to be able to transition and be soft and hard and soft and hard and hard and hard and hard and soft. That's who they want. Not you, Ruben Stutter, hot dog, eight-pack hot dog in the back of your neck, ass ninjas. Mm. You know? <laughs> it, it's, it's like people don't get it. People don't get it. Tupac in the suit. But they would love to tell you, but the problem is 60% of y'all men will never qualify for them, so they got to hold out hope. They got to hold out hope or make you hold out hope. I'm going to be funny to her and bring her flowers on the first date and chocolates. No, they want the ninja with the cutoff sleeves, the tank top. They want him to switch it up. They want him to be loving. They want him to caress her. And then they next day, they want him to dominate. Thug with the NBA. I'm, I'm sorry to tell y'all. And I'm the only person that can tell you this or willing to tell you this. And this is 100% true. A doctor with six felonies. That's who they want. You talking about connection. <laughs> Connection guys get, look, this is what you guys are getting right here. Your connection guys. I'm going to play this clip. Here it is right here. Watch this. Sacre bleu. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Excuse me? Go ahead. Get it over with. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure I follow. Do what you have to do. Just all right. This is what you think prostitutes do, but it's the opposite. This is what wives do. This is what long-term girlfriends do. This is not what pros do. This is long-term girlfriends. This is what your connection. This is the girl who likes you. All right, just, just get it over with. But... Don't you want to start with some kissing and, you know, foreplay? No, thank you. How about a smile?
Samantha? A actually worse. <laughs> Could you close your eyes again? Laying there like a Carl's Jr. star, stiff as a board. Hurry up. Are you done yet? Get it over with. All right, don't nut on the sheets. And look at him. He with a plain white t-shirt with under pit, under armpit stains. He in heart-shaped boxers. She out here. Guys, this is your women who like you and you, that live with you. Get it over with. <laughs> so I said, that's my ex-wife. Not mine. That's yours, right? Courtney said, look, look at the ladies, by the way. I want to identify this. Courtney, shout out to Courtney. And ladies, thank you for being here. Stop telling on us. Guys, listen to the ladies here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Courtney says, stop telling on us. We had another woman I, that says, uh, let me see here. Where is it? it says right here? Stop telling all our secrets. Uh, where is that? Uh, Cor uh, Courtney says, oh, it's the same woman. Coach, stop telling us. Stop, stop telling on us. Giving all our secrets. And shout out to them. They're telling you this because they need you guys to be on the hook. They need the cleanup guy. And that's They you. need you to think that she generally loves you after all these men did her dirty. I'm giving y'all game. I'm telling you, I don't lead you astray. You might disagree here and there, but I will not lead you astray, gentlemen. I'm going to tell y'all the real and this is the real. Everybody else is telling y'all to fake or hope, hope strategy. This is the real. Any woman in here, this is your chance. Go ahead and disagree. Go ahead and tell them. Go ahead and tell them that I'm lying. Please try it. I'm trying to wake y'all punk asses up. But here you go. These are your girlfriends. These are your wives right here. With your predictable ass connection, sex ass ninja. She know what you about to do for the next five minutes. She's already experienced it about 50, 11 times. She knows how this is going to start. She knows how this is going to end. She knows what your lazy loving ass ninja going to do. You're not doing a damn thing. She bored with your shit, Mr. Mr. Connection. She likes me. So she like, just come on. But you guys going to argue me to the cows come on with the same bullshit. Y'all not going to kill me with this shit, bro. Y'all not going to kill me. Courtney said, he's not lying. It's a sad reality. Women in my friend group and family tell me this all the time. Remember, I've traveled with women. I live with women. I've been married. I know this shit like the back of my hand. I'm telling you, a lot of you guys don't have a clue. You're going to get blindsided with this shit. I've heard women talk about their men and they're like, they, they, I, for them, I was kind of like, I, I, I was in the group. I was in the group. They didn't hide this shit from me because it wasn't me. They're like, oh, that's just coach right there. All right, coach, you know what I mean, you know. And they would talk like this, like I wasn't even sitting there. And they'd be laughing and ha ha and then kiki and that y'all goofy ninjas. And I'm sitting there and y'all trying to argue me. Here's a woman. It's all facts. I think that's a woman right here. I'm not sure. It's all facts. I'm telling you facts. Y'all just don't have enough. You guys have no clue. Why, this is why I tell y'all, man. Y'all got to really detach your ego. What did I say this last week? You got to detach your ego from women. It's the only way to survive. 
you got to detach your ego from women. It's the only way to survive this shit. If you don't, you're going to get filleted out here. You're going to get filleted out here. Thinking that you think women care about you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They not really like, it's not what you think. And it's similar to when women think a man's falling in love. Oh, he loves me and he never do this. And I'd be like, they just as delusional. I'm like, you don't know. He says, we women act like cats. So that's a woman in here telling all facts. I thought it was a woman by her icon. There's another woman telling you right here. But y'all going to keep trying to argue me. I'm telling you, man. (laughs) You guys aren't ready. Your ego is not your amigo. Uh, But here you go. Mr. I want it, right? (laughs) Where are you going? Uh, I have to brush my teeth. The bathroom's that way. Yeah, but my toothbrush is at home. Bye-bye. And look at Tidy Whitey's over here. You think he about to slay some punani? This is why he thought he loved her. He thought he had a connection. You think I'm ruthless? Women are extra ruthless out here. When your ego's attached, they got you. I've had women tell me, I'ma train them. I got them like this, eating out the palm of my hands. I just need a couple more months to try to train this man to do X, Y, and Z. I've had, I've had women say this to my face about another guy. And I'll be sitting there like, <laughs> Like, man. But the reason why they can tell me is because they know I know. They know I'm not under any illusion of what this is about. So then they be sharing with me shit. I'm like, boy, they out here lethal. And they'll have several men, they doing this, and I got this one like here. I'm training this one up while I got this one pulling him. And you be like, yo, my Lord. And then when they see the guy, they be batting eyes. And you're like, she likes me. You can't get a girl that likes you like I like. And I'm like, man, boy, y'all just don't know. And let me tell you, the scale of ruthless, there's a scale. Maybe I'll do a show on that. There's a scale of ruthlessness when it comes to women. There's a scale. And when it comes to highly attractive women and older women, (laughs) right, When it comes to highly attractive women and older women, this is why I say just pay, Ninja, just pay. Them women are vicious. Attractive women and older women and older attractive women are a red flag. They are a red-ass flag. And I'm not trying to do, I'm telling you, this is why you got to get out of life other than women. So I'm not trying to, you got to crush this life to get and understand there's other things in life. Ninja, I'd rather you try to go achieve these other things. Right? But that girl is poison. Older attractive women are a red flag. That's an automatic avoid. (laughs) Soon as I see an older attractive woman, a light-skinned woman, black woman with green eyes and good hair, and she 38, 40, 42, Mm. I'm like, that girl is poison. Hell no. 
And she'd be like, I like you. I like you. There's something about I like you. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, fuck that. I'm like, that's an automatic. Hey, soon as I see her and she come in my, or- she come in my orbit, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> All right, right here. A old Asian woman? Shit. <laughs> Cobra. I got it on the wrong arm. A old Asian woman? Hell no. <laughs> nah, staying away from that woman. And I want to see, let me see, what's the woman's name? I'm going overtime today. Sorry for these long ass streams. Yeah, Nicole Murphy? Hell no. Hell no. If I saw Nicole Murphy walking towards me, I walk across the street. I walk across the street. I'm like, oh, that's Nicole Murphy? I walk across the street. Um, <laughs> there's a one woman, a, a beautiful woman. She's married to Boris Kudro. Boris Kudro, I can't remember her name. Let me see if I can pull her up. Kujo, I think his name is Boris Kujo or something like that. Boris Kujo, yeah. What's what's his wife's name? Nicole Ari Parker. Nicole Ari Parker. All right, let me see. Let me pull her up. I saw this woman. I mean, listen, I lived in Southern California. I saw this woman once at um, the UCLA basketball camp. Now, I'm not saying she hit on me or anything like that. Please understand, I'm not saying any of this. Okay, but uh, our kids were in the same basketball camp at UCLA. This woman. Uh, this, is the, this is the woman here. Uh, look at her. She's kind of usually light-skinned. She has uh, green eyes and uh, older woman. She's in good shape. She's very attractive, nice hair and all this. So, me, um, on the first day of camp, they're there. Boris Cujo, Nicole Ari Parker's there. I'm there. And I noticed him. I saw him come in, and I was like, oh, that's that guy. I, I never really know how to place him. He's kind of a B-list celebrity, but he's known. I was like, oh, that's that one guy. All right, and then what happened was, we're going to the dorms. We're going to the dorms to drop off our kids at the basketball dorms. It just so happened, again, very much just happenstance. I didn't plan it. We were walking next to each other all the way from the Pauley Pavilion all the way up to the dorms, and it's an uphill walk, and we're walking past young linglings and shit like this. So we're walking kind of together the entire time up the hill. And she was so nice. She was very nice. Um... She didn't like, she wasn't giving me no arrogant shit. She was talking. We were kind of laughing about walking up the hill and she was looking at me. Ninja, them eyes were gleaming at me. And she was smiling, not, not in a lustful way, not in the like, hey, I'm attracted to you. But Ninja, I was like, this the devil. This the devil. I saw in the eyes of Satan. <laughs> All right. I saw in the eyes of Satan. I was like, this woman's too pretty. This woman's too pretty, bro. I'm like, that's the devil right there. She was just being nice. She was just being nice. She wasn't flirting. She wasn't any of that. She was just being nice and talking because we were we were walking with our kids together. We were all walking up with our kids. Right, so my son was next to me. Her sons were next. I think she had one or two uh, sons, and I was like, "This the devil." 
the devil lives in that woman. <laughs> mm. I was like, I refuse. All right, I had a cross. I was like, stay away from me, you woman. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, uh-uh, because you could get lost in that. You could get lost in that. You could get lost in that, and you would lose all of your, you would be distracted, right? She was just an in-person. She was gorgeous, man. She was gorgeous, and we had like a five, ten-minute walk up the hill, where, and I was like, you wicked woman. <laughs> I was, yep, I was throwing holy water on her. I was trying to see if her reflection was in the mirror. I was like, what is this demon <laughs> El Diablo. All right, I started praying, Lord, help me. Give me the strength. Give me the power and the strength. I rebuke. I rebuke in the name of Jesus who sent this woman, this demon. All right, but again, she was she was good looking. She was nice. But I'm going to tell you, women like that for me, if they ever, ever would flirt with me, I would be like. Wait a minute. I'd be like, who sent you? I know good and damn well you don't like me. <laughs> I know good and damn well. There's no way you like me. Oh, baby, I like you. Uh-uh. No, I'd be like, no, you don't. You don't like me. <laughs> you don't like me, woman. There ain't no way you like me. What do you want? And what do I have to sell? You know what I mean? What do I have to go to the nanny goat? What is going on? You don't want nothing to do with me. Who sent this woman? <laughs> Who sent this woman? There ain't no way in hell I'm going to get this damn lucky. Somebody trying to kill me. <laughs> right? So I run from attractive older women, older attractive women. No, thank you. No, thank you. There's no way. <laughs> All right, anyway. Let's see right here. I'll, I'll, how much, baby? How much? But what, what are we doing here? What do I have to sell? Uh, no soul. I, I'll sell. What do I hear? Here, here's here's my watch. Is this going to do it? You want my watch? <laughs> right, shit. Oh, man. I like this woman's there. For real, man. No way. All right. I got a whole bunch of here. PayPal's here. We going crazy. And why are you so nice to me? I was like, why is this woman being nice to me? It's <laughs> like, nah, uh hell no. Somebody said, 50 Cent said that. Again, these are smart men that say that. I'm like, nah, just stay over there. I want to look at you and wish. I want to look at you and wish. Do not come into my life. Where we at? Rodney says, Coach Milk Dud, that rant about people ain't ish at the beginning of the morning show was great. Thank you, sir. And they ain't. The contractor says, thank you, coach, for everything. Your hard work and consistency is noted and motivating. Thank you, sir. Agent Machine just proves women honor no contracts, juco or bust. If you think you're going to get a woman to honor contracts out here, you out here living the hope strategy. I, I would rather you not waste your time. All right. Uh, Leo says, oh, by the way, it was after I did the show on Boris Cujo, which was weird as well. Again, I was a small YouTuber at the time. I probably did. I probably had probably under 100K subscribers. I was big enough for it to possibly pop up, but I had talked shit about Boris. So it was funny to see him at the basketball camp. So I was like, I wonder if he knew. And the funny thing is, because of the AU tournaments, I end up seeing him at other tournaments. 
And um, and I was like, I wonder if he knows I talking shit about him on the internet. All right, uh, shout out to Leo L says, I should have spent more time editing my car repair video this morning and less time watching your show. That's my fault, not Jermaine's. Hit the sound bite. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always all right. Jermaine's fault. Agent Machines, shout out to you. The contractor says people um in the internet people in the internet red pill as F and in real life they still are trying to find the unicorn. Yep. This content is for the one percent of the people that are listening. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. There's people out here trying to live a world, man, that, and then they come out here, and then they go back out there trying to find a unicorn. JC says, uh, what they really want is the electric Butterfinger. I don't know what you be talking about half the time. Vans, I got Vans here. Okay, um, I'll, I'll get in touch with you at some point. Shout out to you. Ninja Snuggle says, uh, what do losers like? That got to do, he says, what or losers like that got to do to get rid of that problem. It's a real problem. It's a problem. And we've told you, like, you know, again, we're telling you stuff. Women are acknowledging that I'm telling you the truth. So there hasn't been one woman that has said I lied. And I'm telling you, there's at least two women or three that have confirmed what I said as a secret. I have no woman that has said I've, I've lied. None. And I know there's at least five women watching me. Three have commented. Understand. So take that for what it's worth. There's multiple women watching me. They have the ability right now to type in their phone. Don't listen to this guy. They have yet to do so. Take that for what it's worth. Now, let me go back. So for the people fighting me and thinking I'm crazy, where's all the objections at? There's, they're watching me, sir. There might be 10 to 15 women. Not one of them have said this guy's off his rocker. Now, don't put that in the chat just to confirm these ninjas' beliefs. Not one. Take it for what it's worth. But I'm giving you a truth that nobody got. All y'all got is hope. All y'all got is hope at the end of the day. I got Bernice. I'm not taking any more women here. I'm, uh, I, I got her. All right. But take it for what it's worth. I'm not here to make you feel bad or make you a nihilist or any of this. Women will sit under you and take what you give them until they're done with you. They will marry you. They will let you have sex with their body. They will have you let you have sex with their body for years, for months, and they ain't even attached to you. They will let you pay their rent. They will let you, they will move in with you. They will come home to you every day. They will smile in your face. They will act like they love you and be talking shit about you. <laughs> right? You know how many wives I heard just dissing their husband as if they hate you? I mean, it's like, wow. They do shit like this. We can't fake stuff like this. <laughs> we can't. Yeah, the truth hurts. Even Obama. But Obama, he says, I'm trying to save y'all. He's not lying. Courtney's in here. Hey, even Obama, whether you believe that they're real or trans or not, 
Barack Obama's wife said, I hated him for 10 years. Trust me, I've lived a life like that, not for 10 years. <laughs> not for 10 years. She couldn't stand him for a decade. What? But you're you're saying I'm lying. I don't care what you think about their transgender or genders. There's the headline. Should I play the video? He says, I know his ex-wife so well. She said for 10 years. Now, we couldn't do this. We're incapable of this, and we're incapable of believing something like this. In a woman's world, she can do it. In a woman's world, she can do this. And not bat an eye. And is she praying and praying for your downfall? She dooming you. She, she, she stabbing you in the back. She setting traps against you. She letting the ops come through the door. She leaving the door unlocked so the ops can come through. And he was the president. It says caring for their young daughters put a strain on their marriage. What? <laughs> You're not immune. Ninja. The president can get this work. The president can get this work. You ain't immune to this shit. You ain't above this. <laughs> you think you was above this? You ain't even the president. The president caught wreck for 10 years straight. <laughs> she trailing selling trade secrets to Republicans. She best buddies with George W. Elon catching his work. Jeff Bezos catching his work. Bill Gates catching his work. I ain't nobody compared to them. And they caught this work. The tat, this is, I'm trying to save you. Detach your ego from women. Detach your ego from women. You're going to find out that that's going to save you more times than not. Now, the time it don't save you, hey, you got something out of the woman. You got something out of her. Detach your happiness from women. They are not happy. <laughs> right? Brad Pitt caught this work. Mike Tyson caught this work. Shaquille O'Neal caught this work. Michael Jordan caught this work. Ain't not. Yep, somebody said you can be Michael Jordan to get clowned. Kanye caught this work. The top men in the world that you look up to all got bamboozled. And this is, this doesn't mean you can't operate with women. I actually have good situations with women, but they have a, they have a strict, I keep them at bay. I have strict guidelines and do, they cannot cross. Tiger Woods got this work. Tom Brady caught this work. Tom Brady, Scotty Pippen, Kevin Costner, like the names of ninjas that caught this work, Brad Pitt 
caught this work. Doc Dre caught this work and he was a billionaire. Kobe was about to get Johnny Depp, sexiest man alive. The Beatles, Paul McCartney caught wreck. What? Ain't nobody safe when it comes to this. You got to have boundaries. When it comes to Willard Smith, all right, you got to operate as if this woman is the most dangerous thing in your life, and you you got to operate. Your ego will make you think, nah, man, ain't a woman ever going to get over on me. I'm telling you, your prime target. Young Jeezy caught this work. Kevin Hart been divorced. Come on, man. The list is too long. We can name who haven't caught this work at this point. Name who haven't caught this work. Right? It's the story is old as time, but here we come. I would want a connection. Connections are great. And then there's disconnection, and it's coming. And when it comes, he says, wait, I have a legit question. All right, let me finish with these questions. Adam and Eve, Samson and Delilah, King Ahab, Prince Harry had to give up the crown. Men done lost their kids, DMX, 50 Cent done lost kids. Who's standing? Who's standing? Tyrese, come on, man. Shout out to no government name. You're completely right about Great fantasies. Most people think men like hentai, but the majority of the famous hentai artists and authors are all female and use male pen names and draw complete grape. And you, you, you telling some stuff. I didn't even know that, but it's there. That's crazy right there. DiCaprio. Has DiCaprio called that word? Kaylin says Anastasia Steele was a virgin and Christian Grey never cheated on her. The whole Fifty Shades of Grey franchise was pure fantasy at its finest, and it didn't stop him. Okay? It didn't stop him. You got to have boundaries. You guys are out here trying to turn your life over here. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? Shout out to, uh, we're going to call you X Yang. He says, Coach, there's a guy in the Asian community that is well-known for activism he was recently kidnapped and deleted in Medellin when he responded to a woman's message to meet up. Sounds like he was set up. This is something you talked about. Don't get caught lacking. All right, can you give me his name? Somebody type his name in the chat. Somebody type his name in the chat because I would love to do a story on him. Denzel is one of the guys who ain't got got. Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube. These are men who haven't got got. Kaylin says, so I'm guessing telling your woman to give you sex or you'll cheat on her is out of the question nowadays. For real, it is. You're better off. This is what I'm going to tell you. You're better off telling her you're non-monogamous. I'm giving you the cheat code. Tell her you're non-monogamous from the beginning. That way she can decide to participate. But giving her monogamy and then she's under the idea of monogamy and then you cheat on her, it's not that you cheated on her, it's you embarrassed her. She's going to say, I gave up my hoes. You embarrassed me in front of my family. You gave away resources to this woman. You think it's because you cheated. No, it's because 
she lost. Not because she got hurt feelings because you cheated. She thinking of all the shit she could have been doing. Why weren't you honest with me if you was going to cheat? Because I would have had my hoes. I wouldn't have gave up my safety net and my sugar daddy. I wouldn't have gave up my ex-husband and my baby daddy. You embarrass me. That's why she crying. Tell her up front you're non-monogamous so you can prevent some of this bullshit. Some of it. But lying to him is when you get your car keyed and burned. Tell him up front what it is. You guys think you're going to lose the woman. But just tell her what it is and what you're willing and willing to not do. You'll be surprised. Some women are good. Some women will say, okay, I'll do it until. And then she'll find another guy and she'll ghost you. And then you'll like, okay, here we go. Hugh Hefner got that work. All right, Derek says, Coach, uh, he says, got to catch up on your streams, but sending sniggling fees in advance, Coach. Shout out to you. And if you find a woman that says that you say, well, Coach, she loves me. I have a connection with her. I can guarantee you she ugly on the scale of beauty. She ugly and probably fat. But that's neither here nor there. All right, that's neither here nor there. She's going to be average, subpar, dumpy, Humpty Dumpty, all right, dope, mopey dopey, all right, <laughs> no options, no considerable options in the near future, have at it, French kisser, swap spit, all of that stuff, she ain't gonna be attractive, she ain't gonna be a woman that has options, she ain't gonna be a woman that has money, all right, she gonna be mopey dopey, that's what you gonna get, and that's gonna be the worst thing you gonna get, cause she gonna be emotionally attached to you, and then try to detach from that woman. She's going to have her claws in you. She ain't going nowhere. And you got to take this Humpty Dumpty, Mopey Dopey woman around everywhere you go like a cat. All right, go ahead. Mm. <laughs> All right. She's going to be nondescript, goofy, breath stinking. All right, that ever. Crack lips. All right, so you know what I mean? It is what it is. Her personality is going to be shining through. But you're going to have to stare at Fupa print all the time. <laughs> all right, here we go. Half space will travel. Pork bellies, yes. Half space will travel says, I was at a hockey game. Wives wouldn't kiss their husbands. Just test my theories out. I need to stop these streams, man. I know. This is crazy. I need a day off. I'm taking Thursday night off. All right. Going to the Raiders game. Okay. No government name. The official number for Cassie was 38M. The original number was 8M for her diary book. And Diddy bugged out and said F no at 8M. Then proceeded with the lawsuit settled for 38. I'm unplugged. He says, I, I'm, I'm plugged it. I'm plugged in. He says, keep putting these lotion Puff ninjas in a figure four leg lock. Thank you, brother. Them lotion puff ninjas. All right, go ahead. All right, shout out to him. He said, man, it was for 30 M. I'm sorry, 8 M. He said no and got juke and juke for 38. You think these women be caring about you, man? No, man. I'm telling you, man, you'll find out. You'll find out in due time. I've dealt with lots and lots of women. And I have had great relationships with a lot of them. 
but I got to keep the they ass at bay. Uh, I limit information to them. I don't give them passwords to my shit. I don't give them keys to my house. I don't let them enter my property without me being there. All right, sometimes I'll leave them there and run an errand, but I got security cameras that could cover that. Okay, I set up boundaries for women. Set up mad boundaries. But what you'll find is these lotion puff ass ninjas. Shout out to that brother there. The women that, I'm going to tell you the difference between um, what you think is love is attachment. I've done shows on this. What you think is love is attachment. You think she loves you, she just attached to you. She has an attachment to you. Some of these women, when you leave them, they either crumble in mental health or they'll strike out against you. That's a woman that has an attachment. A woman that loves you is indifferent. She's lost. She moves on. She can monkey branch. She got options. She's like, oh, okay. I'll get me another guy. She'll be in bed with another guy. She'll move the hell on quick, and you'll be shocked. You'll be like, damn. A woman that in love with, that's in love with you will move on and have another guy like that as soon as you dump her. She'll shake it off. She'll be lost. She'll say, what happened? And she'll shake it off. A woman that's attached to you and likes you and, and you think loves you, you try to break up with her, and she can't let you go. She won't let you go. I won't let you break up with me. Okay? And if you break up with her and ghost her, she going to go scorched earth. She has an attachment to you. It's similar to when you pull a parasite out of a person that was the host. That's what you don't understand. That's the difference between love and attachment. She'll shake that. A woman that loves you will shake that shit off. Move the hell on, cry a couple of tears, and she'll be on a dating app, and she'll get her Panani stroke by the next day. Viciously. By a ninja that she had in the wheelhouse to begin with. And she won't even bat an eye. Destiny found out. Yep. Destiny found out. She was like, mm. She's like, oh, okay, yep, I was in love with you. We was good. I found another ninja. Okay, you good. Okay, I'm out. Boom, shook it off, and she getting her, she getting her tonsils buttered. You mostly are looking for women with attachments. This is what you're looking for. You don't want attachment women. Those women will ruin you. And you have this connection, and she's now sunk her claws in you, and now you try to shake it off, and then she's like, nope, can't, I ain't letting go. Women who take you to court for child support they never loved you they fell out of love with you for a long ass time they had an attachment to you and they're trying to maintain the attachment through financial control and commitment right you got to commit to me control wise i'm gonna keep controlling you you leave her she like you ain't leaving me i'm gonna control you i'm gonna control you doing this i'm gonna control you doing that she was attached to you she fell out of love with you a long time ago fam so now she got to hurt you and control you over here with this shit because she's a parasite. She can't let go. She got to control you. She got to see how much money you make. She got to do this. This is a woman who you never had an attachment with. You never had a connection to. You thought you did. Now you don't. You understand? Baby mamas have attachments to men. They got to control the kids and use the kids to control you and this and that. They, this is not a love. They never loved you. You had never had a connection with them. Or if you did, it ended long time ago. 
Now she got to control you. This is attachment. These are parasites. Not many women like that or that, and you think that's love, and you'll go back to them only for them to do the same damn thing. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> she got to hurt you. This is an attachment woman. That's a parasite. Uh, look, We call them symbiotes. Look at the movie, um, the movie um, with the symbiote in it. Venom. It's the same thing. Now she got to... She, you you remove the you remove the the symbiote from the body, and she don't care if it dies. She gotta she gotta make sure she hurts you at the end. All right. Anyway. 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 Enough of this negativity. But a lot of guys need to be put in their place. You guys are trying to. I, I, you hard headed sucker for love ass tampon ass ninjas are really bizarre to me. Uh, but again, a lot of men are young, so I'll give you that. A lot of men are young, but I'll give you that. But I'm giving you an absolute fact. I haven't had one person on any one of these threads say I was tripping. Not one. And there's probably 15, at least 15 women that watch me on a regular. Not a one. You know who gives me problems? Men. It's the men that give my message a problem. Why is it always the men? And none of you got no experience. There's content creators that act like they got experience. And they don't. I can hear it from them. They don't. They're selling you hope. They ain't selling you nothing real because they can't even show you the real situation they got. And they'll be bragging about it. You'll be like, okay, let me see it. You can't see it. Okay. Exactly. Show me. Show me. Show me. Can't show you. They won't show you. Okay. They're selling you hope. Only a small, uh, and I will say, they probably have the scenario but only a small percentage of them, only a small percentage of them can, will ever be able to carry it out. For the rest of us, my voice is for the rest of us, not for the players and the pimps. Shout out to the players. Congratulations. Your time is coming. What I'm telling you is for the rest of us, this is what we're going to have to put up with. All right. Anyway, <laughs> he says, please keep the stream going. I'm done, man. I, I got to go to, I got to get some rest. I'm, it's crazy, man. He says, God dang, I haven't heard anyone speak about this exact fact. It is what it is. Shout out to you. Thank you to the contractor, man. I'm, I'm done for the day. I don't know, man. I'll answer the bell tomorrow, but I'll try to figure it out. I'll try to figure it out. I'll rest on Thursday, I assume. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out and love yourself. Love yourself, please. Love yourself. Love your ego. Protect yourself at all times out here. Peace.